Are you sick of major sports networks bashing athletes to help their bottom line? Do you want reliable information on sporting events and controversies? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dog. Welcome back to the Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports. Everyone, I hope y'all are having a great day. The three people in this studio are for sure having a great day. Along oh, with yeah. my co-host Ethan Red Evans. What's up, everybody? How you doing, What's my up? man? You doing good. Glad to be back. Heck Glad yeah, to be we got to have we got a great episode ahead for y'all, and we have our special special guest, Carson David Morris, aka CDM, in the house. How you doing, my man? The return is inevitable. It was. Oh, yeah. It was. It was oh, due yeah. time. It was it due was time due to get time. this group of people together to really talk about sports. Yeah, man. I was gonna actually let you know. Before, I didn't tell you before, but uh, when I was looking, me and Red were looking at the statistics. Uh, you're actually your episodes are two of the highest episodes on the Pound Let's Perspective. Go, baby! Yeah. Hey. Your first episode was 81, and it was it's the top. It's really, the top. that yep. one's still the top. Yep. Oh, dude, that was a good episode. It too. was a good episode. It was a great episode. Well, let's keep the streak going. Yeah, glad exactly. to have you back, son. Yeah, glad exactly, to be back. son. Yeah, glad exactly. Well, we got a great episode ahead of, uh, ahead of us, y'all. We're gonna do a little bit of an NFL recap for y'all. Then we get our first college football talk of the season. It was needed. Had to bring in my expert CDM for that one. So we'll get a nice little college football talk in there with some predictions of some of our favorite games over the weekend. And of course, our NFL preview for our favorite games over the weekend on Sunday, Thursday, Monday, whatever those games are. I can't exactly remember. But let's get right into this, y'all. Another awesome week of NFL oh, football. Dude, it, oh, was it was ecstatic, awesome. bro. I mean, so many games. It was a lot better than I thought, honestly. I thought it was too. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it like last episode. We were talking about how it's like, yeah, there's some games that aren't going to be that good. Mm-hmm. You know, some games are probably going to be some blowouts. And it ended up being, yeah, there were some blowouts. But on the other side, teams yeah. that we didn't think would lose. Surprising would lose, teams. You know, mm-hmm. like this first thing we're going to be talking about. Didn't expect this. Let's get right into it. Are the Colts the most confusing team in the league? They win against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have looked great this year. How does that happen? Let's go to CDM on this one, y'all. I don't know, man. Like after getting blown out by the Jags in mm. Week Two, mm. it just really sat. I and then tying with the Texans in Week One, I just mm. didn't see the Colts really do anything. Nope. Like they don't have a wide receiver one at all, Mm-mm. and that's what I'm thinking. But Matty Ice showed up when he needed to in the game and yep. scored on that final drive, and then Patrick Mahomes and that offense kind of just fell apart. I saw yeah. offensive coordinator and him getting into it on mm-hmm. the sidelines. Like, Great point. Uh, I feel like they are the most confusing team, but there <laughs> is a there is they can go upwards with this totally. Yeah. And what I, I think they need to do, and I'm not an expert on this, I really think they need to go get a wide receiver one. And yeah. there's only one person I have in mind for that, and his name would be Odell Beckham Jr., that's not bad. I, I feel like that's that. where they need to get. In my opinion, I don't think Michael Mike, Michael Pittman is a number one. He's okay. a solid number two. Okay. I just don't think he's the number one guy. I feel like they need a number one guy that. Yeah, take Matt, coming there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's here though. I feel like that he can be Matt Ryan needs somebody that he can like rely on in third and long or second and long. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Odell's that guy. I mean, you have Jonathan Taylor in your backfield. Yeah. Like, you have the one of the best running backs in the league. You yep. just need Matty Ice to do what he does, and that's get the ball to the receiver. You got a top yeah. five offensive lineman that's what all I'm time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And their defense is not bad. Their defense is not bad at all, especially when they're healthy. Yeah. 
That rookie tight end caught two touchdowns. Jelani yes. Woods. Yeah. That dude's legit. He's, he's good. He's taking Moali Cox's job. But let's let's shift this one to Red. What what did you Man, think about that? First one? of all, I love you, CDM. I will not take this Michael Pittman. Yeah, disrespect, he's big on Pittman. I Look, respect that. Pittman is a dog. I think that dude will he ever lead the league in receiving? No. But I do think he's a number one. I think their main problem is because I do agree they're very confusing. I thought I was just confused like stupid but they just I think their problem is they have an old quarterback who went there because the description was great offensive line and a running game yeah now they're saying hey man we need you to produce yeah yeah and he's like well y'all want me to produce but I have one receiver around me Michael Pittman and I think he's is he a top 10 guy in the league no I do think he's a number one though but they just have nobody else, man. But do you agree that they should go get another guy to help them? Oh, out definitely. Well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They they need they definitely need something. And I think that Frank Wright, if they don't, this could be his last year. Let me say, I don't think. I think if he has a bad season, there's no, there's no slack for him. Let me say that. Okay. But yes, they. I think the Chiefs more played bad than the Colts mm-hmm. played good. But either way, they beat the Chiefs. After the first two weeks, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. No, no yeah, I think I'll make great points. I think your point about the Chiefs played bad is a great point over over the Colts actually beating that team. It's weird, man. Their special teams really lost them. Terrible. It, it was. It's like we know the Chiefs were the better team. I think we can all agree on that. But it's the NFL, and the best thing about the NFL, anyone can win on any given Sunday, Monday, Sunday. Thursday. You know, anyone can win. But you also make a great point too, CDM, is that Matt Ryan went out there and did his job. You know, was he a Patrick Mahomes? Was he a Josh Allen? No, but he doesn't have to be. He doesn't even have to be his MVP self, in my opinion, to win games with the Colts. They they came out there with a game plan. I'm like. I liked Frank Wright at the beginning. I'm not liking him anymore. I don't think he's the guy there. Um, but they won a game against one of the better teams in the league, which is, you know, that's a big step stone. And like you said, CEM, that could maybe elevate them. That might can get them on that track they they thought they could be on at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah, they still have a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, exactly, in, in a division that's not that good, you know, with the Titans, the Jags, even though the Jags did what they did Jag, this weekend. Yeah. And, and we know what the Texans are like. It was a... It was a weird game. I think the Colts are the most confusing team. There's a lot of confusing teams in this league, along with my Raiders. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that one in just a second. Uh, but overall, yeah, I think the Colts are one of, if not the most confusing teams in the league uh, right now. But they got talent, and they can definitely get better as the season and we prolongs. have they have time. The season just begun, exactly. too. Like, we're three weeks in. Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks in. That's still kind of crazy that we're already three weeks in, but we're only three weeks in. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's already and only, you know, it's like, ugh. This season flies by. We know how the season works mm-hmm. at this point. We always overreact early on. Never but that's the granted, beauty. Though. That's the beauty of oh, the yeah. sport. We can overreact. But like I said about my Raiders being a confusing team, I want to throw this one at y'all. We're going to go with red on this one first. Are the Raiders the biggest disappointment so far in the season? Because, I mean, I thought they would win the division. Was I so wrong, man? God bless. Man, I've, I've said it before about the Raiders. I think I've said it every pod we've had on them. I just have to see it to believe it. Yep. They just they always are a dumpster fire at some point of view. <laughs> Sometimes they put out the fire and finish off strong. Sometimes the fire may not start till the end of the year, but there's going to be a dumpster fire at some point. Mm-hmm. 
And I've never been a big fan of Josh McDaniels. Yep. I think with that division being so hard mm. that their offense just really is not where it should be right now. Mm. They're not giving Devontae Adams as many. They need to give him the ball. Like, just, that's a guy you got to yeah. just trust. Third and four, we need to play a little pop screen to him, mm-hmm. just something. Yeah. But, yeah, man, they, they just haven't looked great. And if they're – week four, I think, is a must win for them. They have to if win. If they start off 0-4 in that division, you they can go that. ahead and kiss the playoffs goodbye. Yeah, what are you, what are you thinking about this one, CDM? Man, I think they are because you have top five tight end in Darren Waller. You have a reliable running back in Josh Jacobs. And you have the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae Adams who came over there to prove something and to play with his old college teammate in Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is not producing. Mm-mm. Derek Carr is not showing us what he can do. The dude is six touchdowns for four interceptions. Their leading mm. wide receiver is Matt Collins. That's that's actually kind of crazy. Is Matt Collins. It's not even Darren Waller or Devontae Smith or it, Hunter Even Renfro. Hunter, yeah. It's like like Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro. Slept, most slept-on yeah. wide receiver in the league. It's not even him. I just don't know what's going wrong with that offense. The pieces are there. I just think yep. – And on the defense, you have Chandler Jones, Jones. Yeah. and Max Crosby. It's like – And Max Crosby is producing. It's not the defense's fault. The defense is playing now weird. in that – Comeback loss against the Cardinals. That, that was pretty was embarrassing. That yeah. was embarrassing. You let Car- you let Eric like Kyler Murray run eighty four yards on a two point conversion scramble. That he ran eighty four yards in that entire scramble. That's a miserable from play. one sideline to the other. That honestly might be the definition of the Raiders season. Of trash, of dumpster fire. I work with a Raiders fan, dude. I can't even look him in the eyes because he's afraid like I'm afraid that he's gonna rock me. <laughs> Cause I just want to look at him and be like, Man Like I'm his- sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Three and zero, not looking to black and silver, <laughs> black and silver, baby. You know what I'm saying? And they play the Broncos this coming up week. Yep. So, and it's at home. If they can get a home win, maybe that can spark something. But I just don't see them winning the division. Definitely, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would like I, to point out that the Broncos are leading the division, though. Are they really? Yeah, that's sad. Man, that's sad. that's insane. That's a weird stat because. Man, I don't know who's the worst team. The Broncos, Broncos or the, the Raiders. Raiders. Like they're yeah. both ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it. And that was the thing was those were the two question marks of the division. Even though they had the, the new players like Devontae Adams and Russell Wilson, they were the two question marks. Hey, maybe they could compete in this division, and they're proving that. All right, it takes a couple years to build these kind of things. Yeah. You know, like what the Chiefs did, and what you know the uh, Chargers uh, and the Chargers are doing. You know, even though Stanley's looking like a Something else over there, Brandon. I, I don't even know what's wrong with the Broncos, though. Like, Broncos should be. I good. think it's Hackett. I, I think. I think, oh, dude, I think it's still. Adjust, I think they're still adjusting to that system. I think it's Hackett. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett's the it, a factor for them. I think they need a coach that's going to utilize what they're. I want to give them a are. chance. I want to give them a chance. After there was some moments, there was like a couple of let Russ cook moments in that game. I was like, all right, that was Russell Wilson like that. I don't know if y'all saw the the scramble in the game on Monday night. To get a first down, on third down, and then he threw a, <laughs> and then he threw a back shoulder down to the goal line. It was like, oh, I was like, all right, that was Russ. That was a Russ play. You know, Russ. Russ started cooking late on. So I did. I want to give him a chance. I did get to watch in person when Jimmy G stepped out of the back of the end zone. That one was Dan Orlovsky. He pulled a so Dan Orlovsky. That he was, was so happy though. That one was sad. That that was like okay. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky was like, thank God. He literally put out there, God is real after that oh on my. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 
I can I can definitely agree with the Raiders being the, mo- the biggest disappointment so far, especially for me, for a person that picked them to win the division. I didn't think it would be an easy win for the division. I thought it'd be a competitive, you know, race for that division. But uh, I'm surprised. I, I did it. not see this coming. Zero and three. You know, you don't want to overreact after three games, but if you're zero and three, history shows that you're not gonna be good that season. You know, and when you have so much talent, like you you show you talked about it, CDM is, you know, Devontae. Darren Waller, yeah, Josh but, Jacobs, freaking Hunter Renfro. If he I mean, Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. If know? he plays good, Devontae Adams is an MVP, cal- that, like I mean, MVP candidate. He's a, yeah, he's that caliber. Oh, yeah. He's that caliber. I mean, he's that good. He can – he's – there's only a uh, – like I like I like the thing, like there's only a couple of players in this league that can break a game. And one's, one of them is Tyreek Hill. Another one's Devontae Adams. Another one is Cooper Cup. There's and there's probably more out there that I'm missing. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. More of a Josh Allen. More yeah. of a Patty Mahomes. Yeah. You know, there's just players in this league that can literally put a team on their back. And Devontae Adams is one of those guys. And you're, when you're not giving him the opportunity to even put the team on his on his back, yeah. And you're you're you know you're not you're not gonna win. I know they're trying to be you know you know consistent give everyone touches and play smart football but sometimes, sometimes you got to just use your players that you got sometimes you got to use your big dog like, you know darren waller used to be that guy now you have him like he is here to take the pressure off yeah the raiders are weird raiders are weird definitely the biggest disappointment for me and i think we can all agree they're one of the biggest disappointments this season so far but let's get into it espn talked about it all day they they you know they always love to bring this guy up and I want to bring up a point before y'all answer on this one. Is Lamar Jackson the front runner of the MVP? If not, who is? I want to say this. You know, the, the the ESPN analysts they got great job, and I respect them. I watch them every single day. But you know, I hate, I hate when these announcers and these analysts come on to ESPN talking about how uh, these people are doubting him still. They're still doubting if he's a good quarterback, if he can still play football. I'm just like. Who are those yeah, people? Yeah, I don't think. Who are those people? I don't know what they're are, watching. The, the, those people are Twitter heads. Those people are live on a, in a world well, that's only the Twitterverse, and they say things without any consequences, and they just are haters. No one doubts Lamar Jackson's talent. No one doubts his impact on a game. He's one of those other guys that could put a team on his back. With that all being said, I think he should be the, the front runner right now. I mean, look at those stats. He's leading the league in touchdowns. At this, at this rate, I think it was like, some crazy, if he kept mm-hmm. up the pace he was at right now with 10 touchdowns over three games, it was, I can't remember the exact number it was, but he would break the record easily with touchdown passes. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen probably. But when you see, like, no stereotypes, but when you see a running quarterback like Lamar Jackson can break the game with his legs, yeah. but he leads the league in passing yards with two interceptions, only 10 yeah. to 2, mm-hmm. that's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. And you've got to look at that and say, I know – he hasn't won the biggest of games. He's got his. He's got a playoff win under his belt now, but I know he hasn't won those big games. But when you look at it, Lamar Jackson, you have got to tell yourself, "Oh my God, there has never been a quarterback like this. There has never been a quarterback Lamar like Lamar Jackson." And you can compare him to Vic, but I'm kind of sick of that comparison. I think Lamar Jackson's his own guy, and oh, people 100%. people are going to have to start getting compared to Lamar Jackson. But to make the long point short, and not to bash ESPN and those analysts that just believe everything that's on Twitter, I do think Lamar Jackson's MVP frontrunner with a very close race, though, 
with Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts right behind him. I think Jalen Hurts is two right now. But let's send this one to, to Red right here. What do you what do you think about that? Is Lamar Jackson the front runner for MVP? Dude, I think he's got to be right now. Yeah, he's, you know. Look, you said it right now. He's got twelve touchdowns on the 12. year. Only well, if you count rushing okay, touchdowns. Okay, okay. Twelve total touchdowns on the year. Only three uh, turnovers. Mm. All right, so doing good in passing too. Mm-hmm. Let me read to you. All right, so. Right now, he has 243 rushing yards in three games as a quarterback. Guess who second on the team is? Justice Hill with 80 rushing yards. Yeah. This season? This whole season. Lamar has 243. Their second leading rusher has 80 rushing yards. Yeah, I've learned the hard way. Never draft a fantasy uh, running back from the Ravens on your fantasy team. This dude is the offense. He is balling right now. And he bet on himself, I think, is the best part about yeah. it. At the beginning of the year, like, you know, they didn't work out the contract. And he's proven everything that he was saying. Like, everyone knows this dude's a quarterback. Like you said, no. if you still think that, you just don't watch football. Yep. This dude, I I think he's going to win the MVP at the end of the year. I think he's got to be the front runner at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what he's he, throwing it to Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Rashad Bateman's not that bad. They're not. I mean, he's bad. not bad, him, but but you want to talk about are, not having a real are they better than one, Michael Pittman? I wouldn't take either of those over Pittman. No, it, you know, it, <laughs> Michael like, Pittman is so much better. When a than guy him. turns down one, I think I don't want to say this without you know, but I'm pretty sure he turned down a deal with 180 million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, 250 million, 180 guaranteed. When you turn down that much money. And bet on yourself. That's that's some legitness, you know, and that's a dog mentality at the end oh, of yeah. the day. So yeah, to get back to your point, Red. Yeah, I do. And I mean, and he's doing what you got to do if you're going to bet on yourself. Yeah, you know, that's really all I got to say. The dude is absolutely balling. Mm-hmm. What do you think, CD? The guy is the leading rushing for quarterbacks in the NFL history. Like he has the most 100 yard rushing. And he's games what 26, 25. 25. He's 25. He's not even 30 yet, and he's leading. He has the most so 100 yard rushing games for a quarterback. Like I don't know what people don't understand. I think he should. Be, I think he's going to win MVP. If not him, probably Josh Allen. But Lamar Alex Jackson Hurts. right now, if he keeps it up and gets the Ravens to a uh, winning their division and a playoff game in a high seed, I feel like that he is going to win the MVP. I don't see anybody else right now taking it away, especially since him and Josh Allen play each other this Sunday. That's going to be like, nice hey, this is like, hey, this is who could be first and second in yep. MVP racing, Literally. depending on this game too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Josh Allen's coming off a 400-yard game in Miami, and Lamar Jackson's coming off burning the brakes off of, of uh, who, New England, right? I think they played, yeah, yeah, they played New, New England. England like, right. mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he had a great game there. Mm-hmm. When he played against the Dolphins, dude had a 98-yard break to the crib and was slinging the rock. Yep. Like, he yeah, was killing that Dolphins. They lost. Yeah, no. he was killing that Dolphins defense. Yep. But at the end of the day, he's just – doing what he needs to do to win. Yep. And that I don't think the front office is looking at them, looking at it as, hey, we have a generational talent. They're like, hey, it's either we pay him and we have a couple more years with him until he gets hurt or he's just going to be here and doing his thing. Yeah, and that has to be in the question, you know, when the player runs as much as him. you got to think about the health of Oral. But, you know, 
God forbid he ever gets injured, but he's think like he the one it. player that can run the football. And he I don't just, get it. And he bounces off of these guys. I don't think he minds it, dude. I don't yeah. think he minds he running the ball. He just bounces off these guys, doesn't get hurt. I mean, it's just, he's something different. I mean, from his rookie year, when he didn't have, like, he checked and then he ran. Like, yeah. Rookie year, he did not care about throwing the ball at all, but mm-hmm. the NFL is turning into a pass heavy league. And you got to be able to do both. And they know? need to get him a wide receiver. Maybe Rashad Bateman can become that I guy. I think he can, but also I think they need to go probably get him somebody that, once again, he maybe, can rely on. Uh, maybe maybe that Odell. Maybe, if he got Odell I, Beckham Jr., I would cry. If if I'm Odell and I'm watching that team, I'm I'm, gotta, I'm looking at Lamar. It. I've got to keep a close eye on them Ravens. I'd rather him go there than Buffalo. I mean, well, he could go to a Buffalo or he can go to a Rams, but he ain't going to be the number one guy. No. And Odell, at the end of the day, you know, Odell's been through a lot of stuff and he's – He's been through a lot of drama, but no one can question that dude's talent. And when he was on the Rams last year, and running, watching some of the routes, good. you're just like, He's still good. this dude is still a top 10 oh, receiver. Yeah. That's me when Possibly I see Amari Cooper. Five, bro. It, Amari on the Browns, he's like, balling. That's what I, like, when yeah, I Dallas see. Dallas traded him for nothing. Not, dude, wasn't Trust it a me, that, that, when I watched him, watching him play for the Browns, I was like. Wasn't it a fifth uh, round pick they traded him for? Yeah. I think dude, it was that, a, he, is, he was the third overall pick. It was a. An eighth? I think it was a fifth round pick swap. swap. Not even a full yeah, pick. Not even a, yeah. Like, well, because the thing was, is they were like, oh, he's getting paid too much. But then Christian Kirk got paid. And it was like, now everyone's getting paid. paid. Everyone's so, a $30 million receiver. He went from, I think, the second highest paid receiver to like the ninth in the same offseason. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was going to happen. Everyone anyway. sets the market. And yeah. He's good, knows. too. Like, he's so good. He's still so good. One of the best route runners in the league still. But yeah. I think we can all agree that Lamar Jackson is just a different breed, mm-hmm. man. That dude is a stud, should be the front runner, and will probably, uh, you know, be in that race at the end of the season. Oh yeah, oh Lamar Jackson, one of my favorite players to ever watch in this game, oh, yeah. ever of all time. I want to make that very, a very strong point there. But let's move on to probably the biggest shock, could be over the season personally for me, but definitely over the week, the Jags slaughter. I mean, just murdered, murdered the Chargers. Let's send this one to CDM. What do you think about that one? Okay, so I'm not. I will give the Jags like their. I'll give them their due. Like, hey, yeah. you beat them. Oh, Great yeah. job. But you're also going against a banged up Justin Herbert Fair. with no Keenan Allen Fair. and injuries hitting. Like Josie Joey Bosa is about to be out for the majority of the season. Yeah, he's he, on IR for yeah. a pec injury, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's but every the, year at this point. Yeah, it's like that but the Jags, the Jags are looking good. Trevor Lawrence, like Trevor Lawrence from Clemson mm. when he came in as a freshman, mm. like he is looking good. He can sling it when mm. I'm telling you he that's the most beautiful ball I've ever seen thrown. He can rip a ball. Like cannon. he his his stroke is just so smooth when mm. he when he launches that thing. And James Robinson's breaking out. James Robinson is becoming like one of the top backs in this league. Oh, that's a great point. Like he's good, bro. He's had like ten games with over a hundred yards rushing yep. since last season. Fantasy like, God, fantasy God! Yeah. Oh my God! I remember when we picked him up the same day. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, his rookie year when he just busted on the scene. I was like, this has been the greatest decision. It was of my against life. the Dolphins too. <laughs> it was <laughs> against the Dolphins, and <laughs> we won that game. But James Robinson still had over a hundred yards. It crazy under like twenty carries. Yep. And that offensive line's playing good for Trevor. They are. Trevor's, they're giving Trevor time to maneuver in the pocket and do what Trevor Lawrence does. And he's does. got some skill players. Yes, dude. He actually does. I'm not going to lie. I don't think he should still be paid that much, but Christian Kirk is still a reliable target. He's a good player. And Evan Ingram, 
You know, Zay kind of, Jones. Zay Jones yeah, is there yep, too. Yep. And Ingram's getting a you know a re revamped his career. You know, yeah, because he, he was he supposed to be a like, good season with the Giants, and then kind of just injuries. But now with the Jags, it feels like he has another opportunity. Well, I remember because Evan Ingram was supposed to be like that generational tight mm-hmm. end that came out yep, and just broke guy. everything. Like was supposed to be the wide receiver combination yep. before Kyle Pitts. It literally, yeah. Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts. Like literally. he was supposed to be that guy and. The Giants just kind of used him the wrong way, I would think. Mm-hmm. But he was like the second or first wide receiver or receiver leading that yeah. team. Yeah. Um, I think the Jags are going to be good. I think they're going to win that division. Ooh, From what I, I see, like now, I don't like Tennessee. I just I'm don't like Tennessee at all. I don't like Tennessee, like Tennessee at all. It's like between the Jags and the Colts. I like that. And I think the Jags – and after what I saw the Jags do to the Colts, shut them out. Trevor Lawrence is – I think Trevor Lawrence Jags is going to – A quiet two and one. And they're, who's their head coach? I forgot his name. Uh, Doug, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. He's doing something that, that Urban Meyer couldn't best, do. Best hire over the Urban season. Meyer was not the way, man. I'm sorry. Urban Meyer was not the way. Nebraska is looking at him as their head coach. Possibly. Apparently, yeah. I've been hearing some and rumbles he's looking about at their cheer Dion to Nebraska. That's what I've heard, too. But In Georgia Tech, i got an opening job hmm. over there. Apparently, we're going to throw some Southern Miss news. This is just, you know. Rumors, Twitter rumors, but maybe the athletic director from Southern Miss might be going to Georgia Tech. Hopefully not. Mm. I love Jeremy McClain. He's mm. a great AD for us. So, yeah, rumors everywhere. But if the Jags keep doing what they're doing, I can see Trevor Lawrence being an MVP in the next two, three years. I like that. I can see him doing that. I can see him leading to the playoffs because we have all seen Trevor Lawrence play. We saw him play in college and in high school. Generational talent. Yep. Like, there's nothing you can take away from his game that you can critique. Ba- really, that's gonna prove me wrong. Yep. Like, give him time in that pocket. Brandon Sheriff was a good sign, giving that offensive yes. line some veteran leadership. Another good point. And just really letting him maneuver in the pocket and check the field and see where things at, because he will get the ball to you. Yep. When he needs to. Mm-hmm. And if not, then he can run because he, he's fast. Yep. He's like he's six, fast. six six, at least two twenty, pure muscle. He can run. He's just an athlete. He's like, he's like a different version of the Josh Allen. Like, he's not nearly as, like... I hear everybody say that about broken him and Justin as, Herbert. He's not broken as, as Josh Allen, but he's, like... He's still one of those prototypical quarterbacks. He's, he's like, athletic. when you, like, look at a guy, you're like, all right, I want my quarterback to look like this, this, and have these kind of skills. You look at a, a Josh Allen. You look at a Trevor Lawrence. You look at mm-hmm. a Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. But I like that point. Very good point about the Jags. What are you thinking about this one, Brad? Man, I think the Chargers played horrible. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm not, I won't take anything away from that. They played like shit. They played like garbage. Horrible. But I don't agree with leaving Herbert in there late. Uh, I get further away from liking Brandon Staley every week. But just specifically on the Jags, they played awesome. Mm-hmm. Like Doug Peterson, I think Urban Meyer is legit the worst pro coach that I've seen in my life. Me like, too. not exaggerate. Mm-hmm. I think he was legit the worst I've yep. seen. Doug Peterson, I think people forgot about how good of a coach he was just because he took a year off. You can see it when Jacksonville's in the red zone, man. Like, he just knows how to score in the red zone. Yes, the opposite of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, yeah, T-Law's balling right now. I think he's got six touchdowns and one pick. Yeah. That's pretty damn good, man. Like you said, man, they overpaid for the weapons, but even though you paid, like, they're all a bunch of A-pluses, you still got – a bunch of B pluses. Like yeah. you still are in a good spot yeah. offensively. Yep. Trayvon Walker's a dog. dog. You got he, Josh Allen on the other end. He mm. is one person that I I'm be honest with you. I thought he was going to be a bust, he and did. then I saw this dude break off into coverage and 
pick off Carson Wentz, which is not that hard for some people, <laughs> but it's just like but it's still. the it's the still fact that he shoved a deep, he, he shoved like a three hundred plus pound offensive lineman off of him and broke off into coverage. And it's the fact him. that he was a three technique at Georgia. Yeah, and he now was a three te- Yeah, he was on the on inside. The mm-hmm. Yeah, he was lined up against. He was lined up with. Uh, What's his name? Jordan Battles. No, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Yeah. He was lined yeah. up with Jordan Davis right by him, and then you put him on the edge, and, like, when you put him on the edge of Georgia, he was killing people. Yep. He was killing opponents. Like, I don't think – That's that skill that, that Georgia team had. Oh, I swear. <laughs> and see, him and Aiden Hutchinson, are, I think my dark horses were – They're were, both playing really good. And, like, speaking really of good. sneaky teams, I, you know, Jags are super good. I'm not sleeping on the Lions. Yeah, we've talked about the Lions a thousand times on this show. I think the Lions are going to be good. We like them. Yeah. Just we get like them here. Jared Goff out of the way. <laughs> Just get I don't Jared. Even think Jared's that bad. It's, I don't think he's uh, that if bad. you want to do something, like if you want to do definitely something, definitely not the long term choice. No, he's not the long term choice, but he can get the job done. Yeah, I like that. Very true. Very true. How did you feel about the Jags? Oh, did you have anything else there, Red? Oh no, like that I was mean, it. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I watched the highlights. I'm not going to act like I was watching it live or nothing, and uh, a lot of y'all. But it was on red zone is all I can say. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it was – you know, the highlights don't show everything of a game, and I don't want to act like that. But, man, Jags got a team. I mean, they got a team. They got to compete. They, they got a team. And, they and, 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 like, last year, no one questioned the talent on that team. Like, they had players that you're like, all right, they can become good players. Like we knew what Trevor Lawrence he was a rookie, but we knew what Trevor Lawrence would, would could, could become. Josh Allen's been around, one of the better defensive ends. You know, you draft Trayvon Walker now, and and you know, overall, when you look at that, we've talked about rosters on this team. They've got a good roster. Oh, it's yeah. not one of the best. You know, it's not a top five roster, but they've got a. You know, upper half in the NFL roster with a coach like we've been saying now, Doug Peterson, he's one of those coaches that knows how to win. Super Bowl winning coach. Knows how to win every single phase of a football game. We'll get to like, I want to bring that point up against about your, your the Dolphins, old CDM's team, but they know how to win it every single different way a team can win in a football game. Can they win a close game? Can they win a blowout? Can they can they clock manage a game and run the clock out and play a run game? Yeah, they can because you like you said, James Robinson. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're figuring out that culture. It feels like they're figuring out a way or figuring out different ways to win. At the end of the day, that's what makes playoff teams. You know, you can blow out every single team and be happy, but you're you're not building any character unless you win those close games. Like like the Jags slaughtered. And we've said it a thousand times. They slaughtered yeah. the ja- chan- uh, the Chargers. But they've had games where it was like, okay, they won that game. They yeah. they they oh, earned yeah. that oh, yeah. win. And and this one was one of those wins. Like Chargers were uh, definitely depleted, but it was like, okay, they needed to win a big game. They needed to prove they could blow opponent. out a that team. That was a big opponent. You know that was exactly that was one of the bigger AFC opponents. You know. Everyone was a little weird on the Chargers this week because we knew what Justin Herbert's status was with you know other players being out as well. But it was like no one, no one could have predicted what they did. You know, to he them. said, you know, Justin Herbert said no to meeting with the doctor that gave. You remember that doctor that gave Tyrod Taylor the shot and punctured his like. How punk- does that dude still have a job? <laughs> yeah, like man. They, thank they, you, they asked, thank you. Yeah, they asked him to go see him, and he was like, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. And like, if you look at it, if you look at it this way, can too, they not get other doctors? <laughs> like, bro, it's, like, bro, it's the NFL. This is America, bro. 
There's a, there's doctors on every street. It feels I just like. don't know. Like I, I'm I I'm so glad he said no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right there with him. I would have said no too. Another thing to add to that, I mean, look at this. He turned Nick Foles into a Super Bowl MVP. What Imagine what he could do with Trevor what Lawrence. Did, look what he did with Carson freaking Wentz. Yeah, Carson, Carson Wentz was almost Wentz an MVP. Almost oh, like yeah. an MVP. Oh, he could have won Super Bowl MVP That's too. What I'm saying. If he was in that Super Bowl, Carson Wentz. You know, I don't like the game. term QB whisperer, but Doug Peterson <laughs> could legitimately be considered one of those guys. You know, that guy just knows how to bring it out of quarterbacks. And when you got a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence that. Doesn't need any of that, but needs a coach that can, you know, lead him. Only good things can happen. And see, I think he was just tired in Philly, like, honestly. Because you remember that last game, if yep. they won, they would go to the playoffs, yep. and they took out Jalen Hurts. Yep. I think he was just tired. I think he was ready to get out of Philly. I think Philly was ready for him to be out of Philly. They already got their Super Bowl. They were fine. It was like, yeah. I think it was a mutual kind of a thing yeah. for him to leave. It was a crappy way for him to do it. But It was sucky, but, you know. He man, left, and he got them a Super kinda Bowl. Kind of like Ed Orgeron, you know. Got us that win and then just sold us soul. <laughs> Bring, me <laughs> Bring me my money. Bring me my money. That's what he basically <laughs> said. But, yeah, I, I, I think we all can agree about the Jags, and uh, what a crazy Crazy, crazy, crazy. And, I mean, the Chargers aren't the only team that have offensive problems either. Exactly. And we'll, we're about to get to that one right freaking now. Offensive struggles are going around the whole entire league, especially with my Saints as well. But let's get to the Bucks, who are a division rival to my Saints. Man, that offense is trash. <laughs> oh, dude, it's bad. I like, know they don't got Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, but, man. I didn't think losing Gronk would be that bad. It's like It just felt like losing Gronk. And it's not even Tom. It's like... I mean, Tom can still rip a football, I know, but man. He's going yeah. through some stuff too mentally as he well. He is. I never want to doubt the goat, but like watching him throw a football, it's still like, dude, this dude looks like he's twenty five still. Forty five years old. He still, still looks twenty five, and he can. He looks like he's twenty five ripping a football still. But let's send this one to Red. What is wrong with the Bucks' offense? Man, there's a lot, but honestly, I think they'll be okay. Let me just start off by saying that I think they've been without Chris Godwin. They were out to start an offensive line. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're on like their third center right now. Yeah, I'll agree with yep. you. Like during the offseason, they got offensive line got hit with the biggest like, injury bug. It was like, weird, man. Starting, they lost like three. Their starting yep. center, their starting center's out for the rest of the year. And people are starting to notice that. Yeah, yep. like their offensive line is not full. Like it's not their offensive line that they need. Mm-hmm. But I think once once Brady uh, gets some development with like. Brashad Perryman, some of those types of guys. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette still looks pretty good this year. Playoff I think league. I think they'll end up being okay. But yeah, the the offense definitely has not looked great. But I don't think it'll be something we'll be talking about say a month from now. Yeah, I like that. What do you think in CDM? I'm saying like for Mike Evans to get suspended in a really big game against mm-hmm. the Packers shows the Saints. Me. Oh well, I, so go, I see what you're like, saying. Like, yeah, 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 my bad. Like to get suspended, just showed me like you got to control your temper, man. Yeah. I know it's a playoff. I know weird, it's a man. rivalry game. I know that it's. I know it's Tom Brady. I saw it. I know it's Tom Brady. What do you want him to shot. do, dude? That is the second cheap shot he has had on Marshawn Lattimore since they have played against each other. He. I respect the dog mentality, but it's like it's too that's too big, dog. Like you ain't got to be the biggest dog on the field. Yeah. Like you caught, like see, that's what I'm saying. Like get that temper under control because yeah, you lying, just costed bro. Tom lying. Brady his number one wide receiver going yep. into that game. Mm-hmm. Like who else? You had Russell Gage to throw to on that team. You had 
I don't mind Gage, but still. He's Who else? Not, no, did Chris a, Godwin play in that Rashad game? Rashad Perryman. It's Rashad Perryman, like, literally. I don't know what else. Like, Mike Evans uh, kind of just. Uh, the, the, uh, Scott, Scotty Miller. and They did just sign it's Cole Beasley. Beasley. Yeah. yeah. He actually looked. He's kind of He played dangerous. a couple, but you could tell that they were literally like, hey, go in and run a zig route. Yeah, like. like and, but he he's going to be dangerous for that team later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady, check down, dude. Tom Brady's going to hit him. He's mm-hmm. going to have like 10 catches for 30 yards yeah. every game. Yeah. Yeah. So, just. BS stat. And I also feel like it has to do with coaching, like Bruce Arians retiring out of nowhere, kind yeah. of just was like, whoa, okay, well, we're going to give it to our offensive coordinator. Defensive. De- okay, well, okay, that shows you. Defensive coordinator. <laughs> yep. Like, that defense is somewhat good. Well, you know, Arians is still there. He's just, like, yeah. upstairs. Now. Yeah, but he wasn't upstairs for the Saints game. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just don't see – I just I just didn't see any pizzazz. Like, it was – first off, nope. it was a low-scoring game. Yep. If they get that two-point conversion, we have an overtime, and it could totally change because Tom Brady and overtime is different. I will give Tom that last drive. He looked great. Like, he looked good. <laughs> like, that, that was a solid last drive. Like, him and Aaron. And Rodgers are kind of in the same God, position. So good, like, man. they're so good. Yep. I just don't see any pizzazz right now, but it is only early in the season. Let that offense wake up. Let Tom Brady figure out what he needs to do. Yep. And then I could see I, – I mean, I'm not counting them out of the playoffs. I'm seeing them as, like, the third seed. Okay. Third seed in the NFC. Why not? I like that. That's not bad. I, I think, and I hate to say this, they're probably going to win the division. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I, trust me, as a Saints fan, there's no reason. In as long as y'all come, I in second. picking my team to win. That as long division. as y'all come in second, yeah. If y'all can just come in second, we're be better. Fine. That division's not good. Uh, everyone thought the South might be one of the better divisions. It's really not that good. Uh, Listen, but to kind of just you know, kind of just just kind of wrap this one up because I think it, it's an overreaction uh, overall to say that this offense is not going to be good all season. Uh, I don't think they're going to be special. I don't think they're going to be the yeah. best offense. Yeah. But when you got Tom Brady, when you got Mike Evans, when you got Leonard Fournette, when you got Chris Godwin, you know, and and Cameron Brake, I mean, they're going to be decent. They're not going to. It's not going to be the reason they lose games. And I do love their defense. I, even though I hate saying anything that I love about Tampa, you know, overall as a as a sports fan, that that team is still good. They can still yeah. win games. Um, but the offense is a question mark. And in these early games are such big games because you don't know who you are yet as a team, but if you can still win these games, it's so massive. I remember as the Saints, uh, might have been, I can't remember if it was last year. I think it may have been Drew's last year. Um, I can't remember, but there was no, it was last year. Uh, we lost to the Giants like the third week or fourth week of the season in overtime. Yeah, and we just didn't look good. And then you look. Later in the season, and we're fighting for a playoff spot with Taysom Hill, yeah. and we lose or we win our last game in the but the 49ers and the Rams game mm-hmm. and goes how it goes, and we yeah. miss the playoffs. If we beat the Giants, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And see, those these games early on matter so freaking oh, much. Oh yeah, because like by week eight, week nine, that's when your team really. That's wakes when up. you exactly. Like, that's, that's when, when you know like how super connected. what team you have and and. To not, not beat a dead horse, like I, I don't think we need to overreact. But these games are big, and that that loss to the Packers could come to bite the Bucks in the, in the oh, ass yeah, sure. because they could be competing for a, a two mm-hmm. or three or a one seed. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't really know who's the. I don't know who the one seed would be. In the yeah, the NFC is so hard to pick. Like right NFC now. is so hard. AFC. You can you got a few options. You yep. got Dolphins. You got Bills. The AFC. Got, there's a lot of good teams. The NFC. It's like they're all kind of bad. Yeah, so yeah. It's like yeah. it's like it seems like the AFC is gonna win it, but like. But you never can. Who's going to win it? You never can. Because I like Green Bay now, even though they don't have much of a skill position set. But let's let's move this one to Reds. 
Cooper. Cooper the Cooper, biggest skill the, position. The, rush hour? Rush hour? Rush, rush hour. Is it, is it really rush, rush hour? It is rush hour. <laughs> what are your overall thoughts of that big win for Cooper Rush over the Giants? Man, look, my boy is 3 and 0. That's what I was thinking. Hey, that's what I was that's what I was going to tell you. He is one of the only up. undefeated 3 and 0 3 and 0 as a starter. Look, people don't realize that he is 28 years old. So Oh wait, what? Yeah, he is. Yeah, my, Whoa. my boy's in his prime. He's not <laughs> no way. He's not about to be some franchise guy for somebody, but I don't think he's good enough to be anyway. But I just mean the dude has been around in the Cowboys locker room for like five years now. He knows the system. He knows the system. Um, you know, he got cut by the Giants and cut by the Cowboys and then picked up by the mm-hmm. Cowboys. <laughs> yep. The only reason the Giants signed him was because they had Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator at that time. But, wow. uh, look, man, I thought the offense looked smooth with him. Smooth. I think his thing is is he's so calm. Yes. He knows he's not going to torch the f- defense, so he doesn't try to. Yep. How do you feel about Jerry Jones opening a QB competition between him and Dak Prescott? I think that was kind of stupid, if I'm being honest, because like what he was saying is like, yeah, I would love to be ten and one when Dak, or you know, to for Cooper Rush to be six and zero, oh, and then we have to. He's basically saying like that's a good problem. It's to a have. good problem. Kind of like yeah. with Teddy. Yep. Like when yeah, literally. Teddy with the like Saints. if that's what you're worried about, your season's going good. You're doing that's, if that's the biggest problem you have, you're doing yeah, exactly. But that's what the Browns could be doing. Like exactly, Browns could go very six similar. and zero with Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett, and then very. Deshaun Watson comes back, and I'd be I'd look at it and be like, Nah, man, we're very, playing good with very him. Very similar situation. Like we're playing good with Jacoby. We'll sit you on the bench, and if he doesn't work out, we'll bring you in. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think when Dak comes back, it'll be his team. Um, I think that's a good point. But the game was so weird, man, because the same, like, literally at the beginning of the game when CD dropped that pass, I was literally Mm. sitting there thinking, like, man, he's had a slow start of the year. Like, I don't know if this dude's the number one. Mm. That one drive where he caught the one-handed. Oh, beautiful. That drive alone proves that he's a number one. He's so I don't think he's a certified superstar yet. That's fair. Not yet. He, he's a number one yeah. for sure. I like like that. that dude, not only just that catch, that whole drive was just That's insane. It, more than just the catch. When they needed him, he was there. Yep. So I thought they played a lot better than I thought. Jason Peters was amazing at guard. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. Micah Parsons is still Micah Parsons. Oh, yeah. Nothing's Freaking Demarcus Lawrence played yeah, probably his dude, best game, game ever. Three sacks. I'm telling you, that was like, that was the moment I was like, all right, this defense yeah. is starting to look like what I thought They're they definitely, could. definitely Trayvon Diggs getting the pick at the end. Trayvon, looked, oh yeah, he Some, looked better in coverage in general. It wasn't just about breaking. He's looked on, better overall. That's what I'm saying. Somebody put a parlay on that game, and they needed Trayvon Diggs to catch an interception to oh, make no. like over a million dollars. There was even a crazier parlay out there. I want to talk, tell you all about after, but yeah, simple. Yeah, keep going, Red. Do you have anything else on that? No, one? I just they're in definitely when Dak went down. I was thinking. Season's over. They can get six wins. I, I don't think they're – I know the Eagles are looking really good. Mm-hmm. I, it's not crazy to say Dallas will be fighting for a playoff. No, no, it's not. I think they can still win the division, yeah. you know? I, yeah, I think I the Eagles should win. be favored right now. Oh, definitely. Dallas could easily make a wild card right oh, now. Yeah. Dak um, will be back in probably two weeks. Exactly. See, like, mm-hmm. as we said, the NFC is really not that loaded, so yep. – if, if they do, can win this week and Cooper Rush can be four and zero as a starter, that'd be wild situation. Then, are in, who do you play this week? They play. Um, who do they play this week? They got, uh, the Commanders. The that's Commanders. A very, yeah. That's <laughs> a very winnable game. Look, dude, that's the thing. It's a is, winnable game. 
that's going to change my perception on Mike McCarthy too. Because if he can take a team four and zero with a backup, mm. I think you're a better seat? coach than people are well, saying. That's the point I want to get to. Is he in the hot seat? Two straight weeks. This team feels like they have an actual coaching system in. Mm-hmm. My point last week about their win, the Cowboys win, was that they had a system in place to win a football game, to not lose a football game. They went into that game. Say, they finally had to sit down like, all right, we oh, actually got to get a game, game plan. Play. That, it literally feels like that. They literally, it feels like they said, all right, Cooper Rush is not Dak Prescott. We can't trust him to make every decision for us. Yeah. It feels like they're finally sitting down and just, and this is all, you know, BS. I know that they have a game plan every game, but mm. it feels like, you know, they're actually just, they're saying, all right, Cooper Rush is not going to win this game for us. They're not, he's not going to come out here and just, ball and have 400 yards and four tutties and 80% completion percentage. You know, he's not going to do that. There's ways to win football, and they have figured out a way to win football games with Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. And they are sticking to that damn script. And it is relying on that defense, like I said they should, and relying on the skilled players on the outside for Cooper Rush to just put it on their chest. Yeah. C.D. Lamb. Brown, uh, what's his first name? Noah Brown. Noah Brown. He's a Jalen Tolbert finally played. He looked okay. Tolbert looked good. Dalton Schultz, Schultz was out. He didn't even play, but Schultz is a dog. Those two rookie tight ends did awesome. Uh, who? Peyton Hendershot, Henders- baby. Hendershot, baby. Hendershot. Hendershot. It's shot time. That dude. That dude had some moments, man. And Jake Ferguson, that tight end from Wisconsin. Yeah. That dude can block. Yeah. He can block. I mean, there was a lot of things that Cowboys fans can take away from that game and say that that was that was a pretty impressive, you know, gritty. Yeah, yeah. not it wasn't and pretty. It was not pretty, but it was gritty, dirty win, and that's how Cowboys have to win with Cooper Rush. It's not going to be high fly offense. It's not going to be beautiful. But if they can just keep winning these tough games, mm-hmm. and this going to be another tough game against a good defense with the Commanders. Not a good offense, which is a favor for the Dallas yeah. defense because you got Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence doing what they're doing. And, and that offensive digs. line is not looking good. So I'm saying, man, you know that oh, it's a recipe for that victory. It's a recipe for victory. Uh, we're we're, we're going to keep this one moving real quick. We're going to get to the Dolphins here. Massive, massive. This was the game of the week, obviously. Massive Dude, win over I, the Bills. Let's go to CDM. What is your overall thoughts on that one? First off, I'd like to say thins, fins up three and zero, baby. Fins uh, up. You know, leading the division, but it was a it was a it was a gritty game. You know, I'm not gonna say it was perfect. We obviously had our ups and downs. We just you know, we 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 made plays when we needed to. Javon Holland, that is, dude is a good. freaking god, dude. I think he's yeah. a. I think he's one of the best safeties in the No, because we drafted him in the second round, and I remember watching him at Oregon. I was like, holy crap, how did he slip to us? Mm-hmm. First pick in the second round, and by his rookie year, I was like, yeah, he's going to be a stud. Yep. 100%. And getting Tyree Kill was probably the, one of the big, like besides Teron Armstead, mm-hmm. was probably one of the biggest signs in our free agency. And we're just looking like a team now. We look like on offense, as you said. We look connected. We look mm-hmm. good. Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill are – slaughtering right now. Mm-hmm. Yet again, Tyreek Hill is not getting what people would think he's getting. 
I like in his, I like his spot, but though. I like it because it's taking pressure off of everybody else. Because Jalen Waddle is getting open now, Boom. big shots downfield. Uh, for all those people, by the way, who said Tua cannot throw it down the field, mm. I want you to go please watch what he did on third and twenty-two and what he did against the Ravens. I don't care if it was an underthrown ball; he got it to him. I'm telling you, the Tua slander is over. Bro. Tua it's slander is over. over. Do not come at me with that garbage anymore. <laughs> Tua is good. Tua is a great quarterback. Yeah. Okay, and he can only get better because you know why? I, it's the next coming of. Drew Brees. Well, it, it's to the point where it's like disrespectful. It's, it's it's literally to the point where it's like Lamar Jackson. It's like who actually disrespects this guy anymore? It's, it's like what else does he need to like do? Maybe you can like question if he can win the. Yeah, like is he top ten? No, no. But the dude at this point is a starter. In the he's league. a starter yes. in this league. Does he still have a lot to prove? Yes. And see, but if people are saying that he can't throw a ball past fifty yards, you're just you're just hating. And at see, that he's point, not you know? a Josh Allen. He's not a Patrick no. Mahomes. No, but. He's a quarterback that can get you a win when you needed to. Man, that time, like, man, he can just rip a ball. He can rip it, dude. Hut, and one, see, two. And see, people look at it like this. Our offense in week two against the Ravens showed that our offense can take adversity and come back and have a comeback win. This yep. week, our defense just showed that, yeah, we can be up and we can be a close game, but we're going to stick around no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because the last 42 minutes of that game, Josh Allen and the Bills did not score a single point. Mm-hmm. Yes, Josh Allen had four, over 400 yards passing, but mm-hmm. we shut them down. Like mm-hmm. we we played really good. The strip sack, Melvin Ingram is probably the most surprised player I've ever seen come to. He's come always to been underrated. Like man. he like he has two fumble recoveries, one for a touchdown. Like he is like this defense is good. He's already got two sacks. And Byron Jones like, is coming back this week as well. What about Howard? He's He's back here. He's supposed to be back. Yeah, yeah, he's been playing. Yeah, he played last week. Good. But I think all around our defense is good. Our offense can have a little up and down bumps, but it's not going to be like your breathtaking Kansas City offense where they're going to have amazing plays go on every five, ten minutes. It's it's, all about the skill players. It's all about – yeah, it's all about the skill players. It's all about clock management. Yep. Because, like, we have have stud running backs. Chase Edmonds is breaking out, too. He's starting to look good. And two is MVP odds shot. Up. Yeah, I'm I mean, not saying why that. not because yeah. when you got players like Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, yeah. I mean anything's possible. And, and Jalen Waddle, I think Jalen Waddle at the end of the year could probably be a top five wide receiver. That's or top three. That's definitely top ten. Top I, three. I think. In my I, I, hey, I don't mind that. Like he, like the way he's playing right now, he's playing good. Um, special teams, you know, had a little butt punt, but you know, it's okay, it's fine. Even though that could have really changed the, the game. They found the ball. Thomas Morris dead, and the guy took, I took a picture. Of the I <laughs> when I was I was keeping up with it, and I saw that they got a safety, and I was like, "You got it." I watched. We, I watched the butt punt. I was like, "I was like, we just stopped him on fourth down. We just got to stop on fourth down, and they butt punt, and it's yeah. a two point game." And I'm just like, "Oh, it literally." I, I just we just changed it to CBS after the Saints game, and they just turned the bonus coverage on for that game, mm-hmm. and literally that that literal that play <laughs> was the butt punt. Wow, I was like, "Oh man, we met, we at least we didn't miss that." A great I'm, way to tune in. Right? I'm hoping that we're not peaking right now, but right now, what so. things are looking things are looking really good. He's getting two is getting enough time in the pocket to actually maneuver and look through the field and go through progressions. Wide receivers are getting open. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? It's just like we're playing good as an entire team. Yep. And I just don't see any way. I just don't see right now this coming up week. This coming up week is the Bengals tomorrow night, and I honestly think that is a win or lose game. Yep. We're a little banged up. We had a really short week. Mm-hmm. We had a coming off a great win against the number one team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Like this could be a hit and win game. I mm-hmm. just think we have three. Well, there's three ways to win this game. Offense has got to be clicking. 
defense has got to get back to Joey B, and we got to like, yes. and special teams has got to play good. And like we just got to shut down Jamar Chase and T Higgins and all them because those yeah, are the corners for it. Yeah, and Byron Jones is coming back. We have we have all the pieces there to be the best team in the AFC, which we are right now. And hey, like we're undefeated. undefeated. And I'm not trying to get a big head, but this just feels good because I've been a Dolphins fan for a while. What did we talk about while. though before the season? If y'all could get out of these top, what is it, four or five four games, games, dude? We're one game away. If we can win this game undefeated, and go four and zero, oh, I feel like this be this be a solid. We literally season. said that if we all were two and two, it'd be a win. Now yeah. if y'all could go four yeah. and zero, oh, crazy. What what are you thinking about this one, Red? Man, first of all, Buffalo lost. All right, they didn't just lose to Miami; they lost to that Miami Heat too. Ooh, they did hot. Stephon Diggs was cramping. Dude, it was hot. Plays. It was hot well, down there. I was listening to some podcasts, and they were saying that like Miami does that like on purpose, like the way the stadium was built is. for the sun <laughs> to be on it the is. visitor sideline. Mm-hmm. Real quick, Southern oh, Miss with the overhang. Southern is? Miss, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. Southern, they built it like that on purpose. Yeah. Southern Miss played Tulane. I mean, uh, Southern Miss played Miami this year, and some of the Four Street uh, crew, Four Street Sports Show, go check it out Mondays at five p.m. Oh yeah, uh, nice. Uh, they went to the game. And on the field, at kickoff, at I think it was a 12 or 11 o'clock kickoff, 115 degrees. Did you not see the head the coach? Yep. Did you not see y'all's head coach? He's his, crazy. Yeah, he, Will Hall. He, he was, his he's was drenched, bro. Stru- yeah. yeah. He's drenched. Drenched. Yeah. But, dude, yeah, so Miami knows what they're doing with that heat. Yep. Um, But... Mike McDaniel knows what he's doing straight up. Like Mike, <laughs> Mike McDaniel, McDaniel is a stud. He yeah. is a smart... He's just smart, bro. Mm-hmm. He is, he is so a smart. beast. And I thought it was crazy how long Buffalo had the ball and how short Miami had the ball. Yeah, that's the biggest stat. Miami still won. I want to say this. There's no way Tua did not have a head injury. They oh, can no, call it bro. a back that injury. Was, yeah, that they're going to get fine. That was yeah. some scary business. Look, definitely there. getting fine. I mean, I get it. You're the quarterback. You want to come back in and play. So, I can't really blame him. But there's no way that that wasn't a head mm-mm, injury. Mm-mm, but uh-uh. overall, 100%. y'all pretty much said it all. If you're Miami, you're doing – you thought it was going to be good, but you didn't expect it to be this good early on. And I, I know it's only our first matchup against the Bills, and we have to go to Buffalo next in like January. It's going to be cold. Yep. The, the element is different. The element is going to be on their side. Yep. So I don't think we. Could, I think we could sweep the Bills, but I'm not saying that the Bills are on us can't tie the can't have a neutral tie. Yeah, that's fair. Pretty fair. I mean, it's going to be different. It just depends what we do and during that time and how we're playing because my Pittsburgh friend wants to take me to Sunday night football in Miami against the Steelers. And if it's it's looking good right now, I'm just like not even going to – I'm going to be like, man, do you really want to go? It's going to be like 30 degrees. It's going to be like six degrees. Territory that he don't want to be. I'm gonna be over on that sideline, be like, "Uh, man, just let you know, whatever happens, I love you, but this about to be bad. It's what, baby? Yeah, but to to just get to the point on uh, to end this point, it's like like Red said, 90 plays for the Bills, 39 for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. What was? Hang on, 497 total yards for the Bills, 212 for the Dolphins. I don't know how we won that game. But that's what it is. If y'all can win a game like that, when you look at this box score and say, there's just no way the, the Bills lost this game. Yeah. And y'all still win, that's a big thing for y'all. And see, we made the play. Confidence, you know. Overall, 
what an amazing win for the Miami Dolphins. And we made the plays where we needed to make plays. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Tua made the plays where he needed to. The defense see, made the plays that they needed tomorrow to make. Tomorrow, when Tua takes over as the leading passer in the in NFL. The jungle. In, <laughs> in the jungle. Oh, dude. We're, those white uniforms are going to look badass they until they're covered in green because that's where Joe Burrow's going to be at on the ground. You might, you might be right. <laughs> like, he's going to be covered in green. <laughs> that helmet's going to be green instead of white. You're probably right hey, on but that. They're going to look clean. They're going to look clean, though. Well, we're going to talk about that game in just a second. But you're here for a reason, CDM. I love this. I love this sport so much. We it's- got some college football talk, y'all. Obviously, there's some big news around the college football world, and we can't talk about it all, sadly. Sadly. But we are going to give y'all some awesome predictions, college football playoff predictions, some game predictions. But first of all, let's hit the SEC first here. Go straight into the SEC. Obviously, the best conference in college football. But a team that I think Alabama Crimson Tide need to watch out for. That is that is CDM's team, by the way. Roll Tide. Are the Tennessee Volunteers the sneakiest team in the SEC, a.k.a. the third best team behind y'all in Georgia? Give me your take on that. Dude, he don't hooker's good. He is so good. He is so good. That defense is good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that that Florida game, good. like, that Florida game was a little iffy here and there close to the end. But at the beginning, that de- that. That team was just looking complete. Like mm. they're looking like they are trying to compete, mm-hmm. and that I love their coach. I'm I not like gonna lie, I love their coach so much. Are they at the level of Georgia and Bama? No, not yet. Mm-mm. Give it another year or two. Okay, another year or two. Let them get a good recruiting class in, and I promise you they'll be good. Okay, I like that. I'm not saying playoffs good, but I'm saying like next two three years. Could make a suit New York New Year Six Bowl and mm-hmm. then could try and push, but they just like they just have Georgia and Bama in front of them. It's they got to beat one of those two. They have to beat one of them. They have to beat one of those two and then beat the other in the SEC championship. But mm-hmm. honestly, like I I could hop on this bandwagon. I could hop on this bandwagon for a little bit just because of how just how Hedon Hooker is playing. Man, he's he's only got two interceptions. <laughs> He's only got two interceptions this year. He's a legitimate, still legitimate uh, uh, Heisman candidate for me. One hundred percent, I could see it. I mean, overall for me, Tennessee is 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 definitely the sneakiest team. I think they are the third best team in the SEC, and I think they could give Alabama and Georgia a run for their money. Does that mean they're better than them? Me, I don't know about that. They do have a. They do play your Tigers this Saturday. Not this Saturday. It's a couple weeks away. Are they off this week? No, we play Auburn this week. Oh God! I think we should be we should be Auburn. Is Tennessee off this week? I think so. Yeah, I think they are. Off yeah, they're this off this week. week. Yeah, Tennessee is off this. Oh, week. Oh, sorry, Nathan. I'd like to correct myself. Hooker has zero interceptions. He is eighty-one of one thirteen, one thousand one hundred ninety-three yards and eight passing touchdowns. That's crazy. That's like, crazy. Tennessee is good. Tennessee is a good team. I can see them doing a lot of things in the future because they're on the right track. They're doing it the right way, finding a solid head coach that gives that team the momentum and push to be better than what they are, what they could have been a couple years ago. Because mm-hmm. when was the last time you thought Tennessee was going to be top dogs in the SEC? I probably when never Pey- thought that. Probably, been, probably we weren't even ago. born, but it's probably when Peyton I'm Manning say, played. I'm 21 that. years old. I have never thought yeah, that. Exactly. Like, it's been a minute. It was before we were born. It's when Peyton Manning played. Yeah. It's when Peyton was there. Like that's the only time they were lethal, lethal competitors or contenders in the conference. Yep. And a, College football has changed dramatically. It is. It's con- changing. The, the, the portal is making it so much more competitive. Which but I, I think they are the sneakiest team in the SEC right now, honestly. I like, I like them and everything that they're doing. And I think that's facts. And, and I kind of we, completely agree with that one. And we play them 
Oh, we Soon. Play, we play, y'all them, play them next. Yeah. No, y'all play. We play Texas A&M next week. Next, yeah. Alabama's th- three-game stretch is wild. This Arkansas. will definitely de- this will define y'all season. I said that earlier. Arkansas this week, A&M, then Tennessee. Then y'all get State, which is, I mean, State's still an SEC opponent. Y'all get a bye, and then y'all get LSU. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to act like LSU some powerhouse, but we're better than we were the past couple of years. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And we gave y'all hell last year. I'd like to point out that this Bengals-Dolphins game is just Bama versus LSU. It is. It is. That's (laughs) all it is. I didn't realize this. You know how many first-round picks were on those teams? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Joe Jamar. Joe Jamar. Justin, Clyde, Patrick Queen. And then you got over here, you got Tua – um, uh, Waddle, Waddle, Devontae. Devontae, Judy, Henry Ruggs, Najee, Evan Neal, <laughs> Evan Neal. Like we could, we could, we Alex could name, Leatherwood. We could name the entire rosters of both teams. Both honestly. those teams had so many first round picks; it was insane. <laughs> yeah, but uh, overall, t- uh, what are you thinking about this one? Tennessee uh, Red is is are they the sneakiest team? You agree with me and CDM on that one? I'd say they're the right now. I think. I think they're just a little bit better than Kentucky. Yeah, I but agree with that too. I agree. Kentucky's going to take agree, it down here in just a minute. I think they're at the best they can be. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to finish the season any better mm-hmm. than they are right yeah. now. But that's really all. Yeah. All I got to say on that. No, fair enough. Yeah. I think I think we all agree. I don't think Kentucky. Yeah. I think Kentucky's about to take a downfall because they played Georgia's second to last game of the season, and they already got Ole Miss this week, which yeah. we're going to talk about in a second too. So they got some tests. But let's give a quick. Little college football playoff prediction. You know, mm-hmm. that's always fun to do. You know, you know, we're to the point in the season where we know where these teams are kind of folding out. Yeah. You know, how they're playing out a little bit. Uh, overall, though, uh, CDM, give me your college football playoff prediction okay, right now. So one to four. One to four. Okay, so one. Actually, no, no, no. Four to one. Four to one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so four. I got the I got one of the darkest horse in college football. I got the South California Trojans okay. making the playoffs. Okay. But here's the thing though. You have Lincoln Riley as your head coach mm-hmm. and he has not won a playoff game since he became a college head coach. Mm. So we'll see what he can do. At 3, I'm taking the Bama. I'm taking the Tide. Tide at 3. Bama. I'm taking Tide at 3. Okay. At 2, I'm taking Ohio State and at 1 I'm taking Georgia. Okay. Hey, I like that. I like it. I like I, that. I think that is a fair competitor. Very, very fair. Like, so you got Georgia winning the SEC? Uh, that's our own, that's Bama's only loss is the okay. SEC championship. But we, I think Just we make it. Just flip it this year? You know? Yeah. Okay. I think we make it, though. Even okay. though Stequavion Bennett is looking <laughs> fire, dude. Like, Stequavion <laughs> Bennett. That's his name Stiquavion. now. Like, get it oh, branded and name. Like, get yeah. the name tag. Stequavion, Stequavion Bennett. That's who he is right now. He's playing good. I love But that. Georgia in general is playing good. Ohio State. Ohio State's still playing good. Ohio State's still great. The only two teams that I feel like that can beat them in their conference are uh, Penn State, who's not looking too bad. Not bad. And uh, Michigan. Michigan. Michigan finally got a quarterback. Yeah, and they're good. They got a team. But SC, SC, I feel like the only reason they're going to make is because they play in the Pac-12, and they don't. And the only teams that they have to lose to, they play Stanford. No, they already played Stanford. They play. Who they play this week? Who? SC. SC. Let's see. I got you right here. Let's go. Pack 12. See, they play Arizona State. There's, that's right. They're, they're a big con, big one time in, favorites. Uh, one in three. Oh, they're 25 and a half point favorites. Yeah, I thought they were. Um, yeah, yeah well, I could see. USC's the, only big game for the rest of the season is Oregon. Is, is, no, they don't play Oregon. Until the Pac 12 championship. Yeah. Yeah. 
but they play Utah in the middle of the season. That's, Ooh, the, that's their biggest game. test. That's, that's their biggest game. test in the middle of the season. Uh, let's send this one to Red. What do you got for your college football playoff prediction? Here? Man, so, you know, I don't watch it quite as much as y'all do. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just I just don't get the chance to. Oh, yeah. But I do have kind of a dark horse in here. I like okay. it. I'm okay to sound stupid. Hey, you know it's what? okay. I'm, hey. I'm fine with it. Hey, we love it. Nothing Look, stupid on here. I don't have them in order, but my number, my top four, mm-hmm. I got in the playoffs. I got Bama, okay. Georgia, okay. Ohio State, yeah. All right. Minnesota. Oh, hey. I love that. Minnesota. Hey, hey, I don't hate that. The Gophers 79% on third down, baby. Hey, the Gophers are not bad. You know, here's the one thing, though. They if not could, them, I have USC. Okay. I just think it's they fun could, to go with Minnesota. No, I mean, I, I literally, I completely agree It's with so that. close in my head that I just wanted to go with the more fun. Here's like one thing that I, I can like agree it. with you on this, Ethan, is that if they beat Ohio – if Ohio State loses another game and has to play them in the Big Ten Championship and loses – to them, they, they knock they knock Ohio State out. They're not going to win the playoffs, but oh no, God no! I don't think SC's winning the playoffs. I think they're just going to go in there to show the Pac-12 can finally make it again, and then just get absolutely smashed by Georgia or Alabama. I'm sorry, it's, but I really want. I it would be crazy if we got a Bam Ohio State versus Georgia playoff game. The, the, you that, know they ain't going to make it. Bama no, versus Georgia week. Oh no, they're not going to make it. That no, yeah. I, me and CDM before the show noticed we had the same exact team. It's not the same order, but not the same what order. What was your order? Uh, I, I I kind of agree with Bama winning uh, the SEC this this year. I just think I'm like with you. Yeah, I I mean it's just so hard to tell right now. It's so hard to tell. It's giving Georgia the benefit um, of the doubt too. I, I, both teams are amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like your Minnesota pick. I love the Minnesota pick, and, and it's very 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 possible. That's the thing. It's like. It's still possible for Utah to make it or it, Oregon. Yeah, I mean, that's we're to the point where it's like we're going to get probably two SEC teams. We're going to get a Big Ten team in Ohio State or Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then Pac-12, Big 12, who's going to make it in those conferences? Oklahoma's not making it. It's like Oklahoma's not making it. They lost to Kansas State. Bad. And, you know, <laughs> Bad. That quarterback killed them. Maybe Michigan jumps over Minnesota, but it's like, I don't know. I, I At the beginning, I had Michigan. It just depends on what they do when they play like Michigan State or Penn State, and then they get to the Ohio State game. That's the big one because it's, it's in Ohio State this year. It's at Ohio State. Well, so. that's, that's the thing I was going to kind of get to is that, you know, you look at the Big Ten over here. I mean, Minnesota is the number one in their side. And like you said, Carson, or CDM, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, they would have they would play in the championship game, yeah. and if they were to beat whoever wins that side, they they would make the playoffs. Yeah, um, I'm not as bold as Old Red is on Minnesota, <laughs> even though I want to be, and I will be rooting for them all season. And I really think that team is very good. And, and if there's a season they could do it, it would be this year. I think. I mean, we thought it was going to be our oh, was it like our freshman year of college. We thought they were going to make it. They mm-hmm. beat Penn State. Yep. Like, I really thought Minnesota was the real deal, and then they just got blown out by Ohio State. Yeah, and, and uh, I want to kind of look at the schedule in just a second, but to kind of get to my, you know, my top four for college football playoffs, Let's I got it. number four, the Georgia Bulldogs. What? Okay. After a loss. Whoa. After a loss to Alabama in the SEC Championship. Not that they're better than Essie, but they will never play Alabama. Oh no, they wouldn't in do the that. first round. They would not do that. I got Georgia four. 
USC three mm-hmm. undefeated. They win the Pac twelve. Mm-hmm. They just kind of get in, just because they have to be. Yeah. Got Bama two. Okay. Oh, you got Ohio State number one. I got Ohio State edging them only because they don't want that first round that first round bout between Bama and Georgia. No. I got Ohio State undefeated. Beats Michigan pretty easily. Ohio State's the number one team going into the playoffs. I don't want to make any predictions about the championship, uh, but that Georgia versus Ohio State game would be lethal. And I think that USC-Bama game would be fun to watch, too, with it Caleb Williams fun. versus, oh. versus that Alabama defense. Ohio State versus Georgia in the playoffs would be like, man, this this could have been or should have been the championship. It, it, it could be. It could be the cha- I don't really want to play championship it. preview. I don't want to play Ohio State in the playoffs. That's a tough team. You want you definitely want to avoid them to the championship. Yeah. Uh, but I think that makes a good prediction for our college that's football players. For right now, that's pretty solid. I could still see the top three teams are a lock, but that's that fourth seed. That fourth seed. I hate to some. do it. I got to go back from the Minnesota pick. You got to change it. I think I'm gonna just go USC. Okay. But look, I want Minnesota to be in it so bad. Hey, it's literally possible. It's not it's impossible. Sh- it, I mean, it really is. I mean, the Big Ten. I mean. Ohio State can make it. Michigan could still make it. Penn State. God, I really would want Penn State. We are Penn State. I yeah, would really want them to make looking it. Looking at the schedule for Minnesota, they do have to play Penn State. And besides that. Where's that game at? Do you know? At Penn State. Ooh. Whiteout. Oh, wait, really? Is that the whiteout game? I think it's going to be the whiteout game. So that's a tough game for them. But if Minnesota beats Penn State, number 11 Penn State, goes undefeated for the rest of the season because they don't have much competition besides – I mean, Iowa's not very special and Wisconsin's not that good. Besides that, they should win that side. Yeah. And then if Ohio State beats Michigan and then Minnesota comes into that game undefeated and beats Ohio State somehow, it's, it's, it's impossible to not put them in there. When you look at the path, it's very, 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 very possible. I can see the committee being like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> I can see the committee totally just swerving them. I mean, that. I mean, they've literally only allowed 24 points this season. Look at Minnesota, 38 to nothing against New Mexico State, uh, Western Illinois, I think, 62 to 10, Colorado, 49 to seven, Michigan State, 34 to seven. That defense and offense. Everybody looks good. was super shocked that they beat Michigan State. Too. I thought they would beat them. I didn't think they would do what they did. did they would absolutely wreck them. They just destroyed that team. But uh, overall, I think that was a good, solid prediction for us all on the college football playoff possibilities. Yeah, I love how we, none of us there. had Clemson in it at all. I'm not. I'm not high on. Them. I'm not high on Clemson. Either. This week's game, yeah. which we're going to get to in just a second, will prove why I'm not. High if they on win them. that game, then totally. But I just don't see them as a top five yeah. team right now. I don't think. I think. I don't think so. You can put them in there, but let's get to these predictions, y'all. Okay. Kentucky versus Ole Miss, big SEC, the biggest probably uh, SEC game of the weekend. There's another big game, but I, I would probably consider this one just a this little bit bigger. This is probably the biggest one because uh, both teams are almost in the top ten. Both, both teams are fighting for that, you know, chance to win their side. Ole Miss, they're both um, undefeated. Undefeated, good quarterbacks, you know. Uh, so. Let's send this one straight to CDM here. Kentucky versus Ole Miss. What you got? Who do you think winning in your score prediction? Ole Miss. It's in Oxford. Okay. I got Ole Miss winning. I just don't. I've seen. I'm seeing Kentucky slowly just seep down. Okay. I like, like just that. slowly, just like not producing okay. as many points as I as I thought they would, and their defense is kind of collapsing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're the number eight team in the country. Yeah. I just don't see them doing much, especially against a high-powered offense and Glenn Kiffin and his tempo and the way they go like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Ole Miss winning twenty to seven. I mean, twenty-seven to twenty. Okay. 
I like that. I like it. 27 to 20. It's not the highest scoring game, but it's a knockout, drag out, like, I like that. last possession is what counts. I like that. That's a that's a good that's a good prediction there. Let's send this one to red here. Kentucky versus Ole Miss. What you got? Man, I got Kentucky winning. Right there with you. Um, You said it's at Ole Miss? It's at mm-hmm. Ole Miss. Tough. It's homecoming. Yeah. I was really trying to get off of work so I can go to that game. That'd be cool. <laughs> I wouldn't – it's one of them. I wouldn't be surprised either yep. way. Same. I think Kentucky's got the better quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think when the teams are close, that's just always kind of my, kind of my like okay. If I can't decide, this is the coin flipper. Yeah, yeah. But I think it'll be a close game. I don't really have much else to add on it. I got Kentucky winning thirty-one twenty-seven. Very. I think I like it comes that. down to whoever has the ball last. Very I like similar. That. I have a very similar score as yours, uh, Red. There, crazy that Ole Miss, in my opinion, is a six and a half favorite here. I don't think it's wrong to have them as the favorite. Kentucky has six, like and, a six half. and a half. That's pretty I could wild. see two and a half. You know, maybe. two and a half. Yeah. You get home field advantage. I get it. Uh, you know, that two and a half is usually the home field, you know, uh, uh, spread there. But six and a half is pretty wild for me. I would uh, never pick a, uh, against uh, uh, Ole Miss. They just haven't been that. playing good. Like, Kentucky has just been kind of not falling off per se, but slowly to the point of falling off. And it's true. I, I, Kentucky's not as good as I thought they would be this year. Uh, but I'm not sold on Ole Miss. I don't. I'm like, not sold I'm not on Ole Miss I'm not big on Dart yet. I'm not big on Dart yet. I like uh, Zach uh, Evans in the backfield. I like they do. Their um, running backs are dirty. They got some good receivers. Their defense is pretty good. But I just think that Kentucky overall, when it comes to coaching, the better quarterback, good skill players, good defense, they'll find a way to pull this one off in Oxford. So I'm the only one that took Ole Miss? Yep. Well, yeah. I, I, I in Oxford against the Ole Miss Rebels that will be wearing their camouflage, their royal blue camouflage helmet. They go hard. If y'all have seen them, they go hard. They, they go do, hard. They do go hard. Uh, Lane Kiffin pulled up in a in, in the same uh, uh, in a pullover with the same camouflage on it. They're they the, go hard. They're going to look the only team to sign a contract with somebody that is not a, a sports manufacturer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah the camouflage. Yep, that's right. And uh, but overall, I think that the Kentucky Wildcats. Okay, boys. Well, I'll text you Saturday and say go Rebels win. The Rebels, Rebels win. Beat yeah. the hell out of this. Don't cats. worry. We're going to make a group chat and we're going to be flaming you up when, once the Wildcats beat. It's okay. The Rebels it's okay. It's okay. In Oxford. This won't be the it wouldn't be the Royal Blue. It wouldn't be the worst prediction I ever made. Yeah, Ole Miss will look better, but they ain't going to look better on that. Don't worry. Game. Last time I what was that pick? I took South Carolina over Georgia this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk should, about You should have known that one. I should have known Spencer Rattler would shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but let's move this one straight to the ACC now. Uh, I have a lot of love for this team after the, what they did to my team week one. Uh, FSU They're versus surprising. Wake Forest. They are. So surprising. They're hard to predict, too. Um, and Wake Forest is coming off is, an overtime loss yep. against Clemson. But this is another spread that just confused me. FSU, six and a half as well. Like, I can see I, it. I like FSU. I really do. But I don't know if it's a six and a half point spread, y'all. Oh, it's college game. spreads are so much bigger than yeah. NFL. Because much more explosive, like, much bigger, much more, more explosive, explosive plays. But Wake Forest's offense is lethal. Their defense is not good. But I mean, Sam just came off a six touchdown game. Like what? Else I love could, Hartman. Hartman's I lo- a stud. I love how he came back from an injury, and it wasn't me, even an injury. I think he was like had like a disease. It was a medical issue. Yeah. But let me just show you. Let me tell you what this dude is doing. Like. He came back in two games right now. In two games, he is th- he has thrown 
for 13 touchdowns and only two interceptions. That's he is 64 of 100 for 600 and 962 it's yards. Definitely kick. not bad. Definitely it's not done. bad. But like for the two games that he has came back and played, he is fucking treaded. He, he's a, he's a dog. He's a dog. Uh, you know, Wake Forest is good. I don't want to question the, what the offense can do, but I'm not high on that defense. And I like no. FSU a lot. I love their quarterback uh, mm. with Travis uh, out there, and I love their He's skill good. players. Uh, and their defense is good. I like their. I'm I'm starting to lean on their coach. You know. Over there, he he's. It feels like he's kind of figuring something out. Uh, I think their closest Florida State their closest game was like a win against Louisville, thirty eight, thirty five. The hell, the closest was us. <laughs> oh wait, LSU. yeah, it was at one point. <laughs> yeah, the second closest game. Uh, we and and we shouldn't have won that game. Though. And they've Florida had... State was the better team at night. And ever since that night, I've said Florida State is a good team. LSU lost that game, but Florida State they have had a bad rep over the last couple of years. But overall, that team is good. And that team feels like they have skilled players. They've really won in a transfer portal. I'm high on FSU ever since they beat us. Not because they beat us and I wanted them to be good. But I just watching that game, I said, this team is good. The quarterback's good. They know what they want to do offensively. Defensive line is big, strong, mm-hmm. very instinct, uh, instinctual uh, when it comes to just getting off the ball and getting off of blocks. So I got Florida State winning this one, 38-35. Close game against Wake Forest. Wake Forest proves that they still have an amazing offense, but the defense folds later on. Travis gets a touchdown at the end to win that game. Let's send this okay. one to Red. What do you, what, what you got on this one? Well, it's kind of the same but different as uh, Kentucky Ole Miss. I could see either team winning. Yep, same. I, Hartman is a beast. Man. Beast. Mm. That dude is a beast. Mm. I got Wake Forest winning. I thought the spread was high, like you said. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, honestly, Florida State probably has the edge, but I think it's really close either way. Mm-hmm. I think Wake Forest wins late um, 41-31. Good score. That's like what that. I But I, either way, this is not going to be a defensive game. No, Let me just say that. I think we can all agree on that one there. <laughs> I, think, I think Hartman steps up and just makes some plays late and yep. just officially proves it. I, I agree like with that. that. I, I agree like with that. that. I have Wake Forest winning. I have Wake Forest winning. I have them winning like 38-41 going okay. into it. Okay. I got Hartman having another game. Another I have him game. at least like another, like 400 yards passing, okay. five passing touchdowns. Okay. Against this Florida State. I think State he's going to have like a huge second half. Yeah. Come I don't, out there and slaughter. Yeah. I think the first half starts off slow, but second half he'll come in or late or early in the late in the first going into the second. I feel like that's where he's going to have a breakout moment because this dude can sling the rock. He can throw a ball. No like, one's can, ever questioned that. Like, and you can't, dude. He's so good. Yep. No, and like, yep, I think we have all can agree it's going to be a hell of a game out there. I think it's at Wake Forest, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, it is, mistaken. but also look at it this way. If, if uh, you know, if Florida State wins this game and Clemson loses their game this week, I'm putting Florida State as my favorite or NC State. Listen, this is the biggest – Like, I'm glad you made that point because this is the game where it's like, is FSU legit? Is FSU back, question mark? That's what I'm saying, man. Is this the game that proves that they are like – you know, we gotta start looking at this team and saying that they're if they're good enough uh, to beat Clemson or you know whoever is the best team in the a- mm-hmm. ACC after this week. There's no telling who um, that is. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I did want to pull up real quick. Darn! Oh man, uh, Southern Miss golf team was at the Wake Forest. Uh, 
Invitational in golf. And we were winning the, the first day, but we ended up losing today and finishing in the you middle have of the pack. You a golf team? Yeah. Deacons, we, baby. we won. We won against uh, uh, against uh, at the LSU uh, tournament. We were the best team in the LSU What the tournament. hell? Yeah. I didn't even know they had a golf team. Yeah, Pat Ratanayanon. He's uh, from uh, – uh, oh, God. I don't want to mess it up. Thailand. Pat Ratanayanon. I'm not even going to try his first name. He goes by Pat. Pat. That's his American <laughs> name. Uh, Pat Ratanayanon. I have practiced that last name a thousand times, and I will always remember it for the day I die. Tongue twister. Uh, it is a tongue twister. But uh, uh, but they get back to it. Wake Forest, Florida State. Should be a hell of a game. Let's get to the Alabama versus Arkansas game. CDM's team. I'm going to send it straight to him because I know he has a lot probably to say about this one. Hell of a game. <sighs> Arkansas doesn't lose this week. It's probably game day, but since they lose, it's not. Yeah. What you got on this one? 48-28 Alabama. I like it. 20 points. It's pretty respectful. We're 17.5-point favorites. We're playing in Fayetteville this year. Like, I'm feeling comfortable. I have Bryce Young and Will Anderson. And we played – Like, I can't even say anything about last week. We played Vanderbilt last week. Like, we played the the school of the poor and the blind. Like (laughs) – there was no, like, there was no need to like. We slaughtered them, like, like. I mean, this is a, this is a bigger, this is a step up from Vanderbilt. It's a top ten team. Well, it was a top ten team, and they are a sneaky team. But I just feel comfortable going into it that we're gonna win. I like that because last year's game was closer than I needed it to be. This year, I feel like that this is what's gonna happen. We're just gonna go and slaughter. I don't mind that. I think that's a good good point. And that's not even like I'm not even trying to let the Bama bias come out. I mean, that's just how I feel. I, mean, like, I think it's very fair yeah. after what A and M did to him last week. What are you um, thinking on this one, Red? I think this is one of them games you really don't have to say too much. Yeah. I think we're all going to have Alabama winning. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much just the score prediction. I got them winning 38-17, but I one. think it's not that close. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. think it's probably 38-10 going into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and they're just running it right up the clock. middle yeah. Just, yeah. To, just to not – Go home early. <laughs> We'd like to say this: we finally got a leading receiver that's not our running back. Yeah, so that's pretty good. That's good for y'all. Uh, That'll it was, do it. It was our leading running back that was our leading receiver, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, y'all's <laughs> offense is not as beautiful as it's been. I uh, wanted to text Nick. What are you expecting when you lose Jalen Waddle, Jared Judy, Devontae Smith, Jamal, Jim, Jamison yeah. Williams? I wanted to text Bill Jaylen O'Brien Waddle. and be like, "Pack your bags and leave. <laughs> I don't need you here." I don't think. Early on, I think it's going to be like, okay, is this the is this the same thing of last year? I think late in the first half, Alabama gets a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns to get a nice lead. Yeah, and then the second half is just Arkansas fighting back, trying to make a comeback. I think Alabama wins, but I think Car- uh, Arkansas covers in a, in a very close cover, thirty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, but it's not. It's not going to be really competitive in that second half. In yeah, my opinion. I think Alabama. Depending on how it goes, I think Alabama proves that they're the better team. I'd like to point out that Drew Sanders transferred from Alabama to Arkansas, and he's leading the nation in sacks. Imagine it, if he was still Alabama. Drew now. Sanders is a dog. I knew he was going to. We all knew he was going to be a dog. He's like a JJ Watt type mm-hmm. player. He's he's that good. Oh. Aaron Judge has hit his 61th home, 61st month. Dude, they, that's not that is not a word. Dude, sixty first. Home run. They paused. Oh, what was it? They paused. It was the game. in the middle of the game. Yeah, they, they paused it, it just so they could track it. <laughs> College football fans were tweeting out there like, 
Who, who cares about baseball? I don't care about baseball right now. Like I don't care. I don't care it's if Aaron o- Judge is hitting his first or his sixtieth yeah, or his sixty ninth. Yeah, we got three days till October, man. What, 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 what until October hits, I'm not worried. I'm not about worried it. about it, dude. Like you can <laughs> let me so have bad. my moment because I don't care. That's so Congrats! Bad. Hey, round of applause for Aaron Judge. Hey, though. Oh yeah, hey, round the, of applause. The Braves are right there with it, uh, with the Mets trying to win that division. Can't wait we to see them actually choke that division. It. We have fought for that division all season. If we could pull that division off, I can't really watch. Crazy! I can't wait to watch the Yankees. Choke it in the postseason. They probably, you they probably will. Probably will. Let's finish off this college football prediction real quick with the biggest game, the game day of the week. College game, day hard day. game to pick, crazy game to pick. Which DJ are we gonna get? Clemson versus NC State. I'm gonna start this one off for everyone here. Another six and a half point spread. I don't think that's unfair. And who's for, favor? In Clemson's favor. Okay. I don't think that's unfair. It's I don't in think Death that's, Valley, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I don't think that's unfair to say. Actually, let me let me make sure about that. I th- I'm pretty sure. I think this is the most entertaining game of the week. It's definitely. I mean, it's a top ten matchup. Number five, Clemson, versus uh, number ten. Number ten. Let's let's. I want to see where this one's at. ACC. This one is. Yep, you're right. In Death Valley, uh, at Clemson, six thirty kickoff, prime time. Tough, tough game for NC State. Ooh, but I don't think so I don't think the lights scare them at all. Yeah, I think the I think that's the Wolf Pack, right? Yeah, the, the Wolf Pack. State Wolf Pack pull up to Death Valley and pull off the biggest win of probably, well, let's say at least a decade for them. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, maybe for the century for NC State, they pull off the win, prove that they're the best team in the ACC. NC State wins forty-one thirty, another shootout. Clemson's defense proves Damn. that they're not that good. Forty-one thirty-eight, NC State. Let's send this one to CDM. I'm not high on Clemson at all. I don't think they should be a top five team, even though DJ only has 10 touchdowns with one interception. Didn't know that, honestly. The way he's been playing, he didn't look like that. Uh, Who's their quarterback? Uh, Devin Leary, NC State's quarterback, slinging the rock. Really good quarterback. He's been good. Nine touchdowns, two interceptions. He's been good. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. He's been good for a while. Um, I have NC State pulling this out in a nail biter. Mm. I have this like going down to the wire. Like last year, I think it goes into overtime. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I think it goes into overtime. I think it's a high scoring fifty to fifty three game. Oh, that's a prediction. I right like there. that prediction. Definitely the over. Okay. Definitely the <laughs> over. But I, I, you know, I'm high on this game because I honestly I, want to know what the, the dang cover or the over under on this one is. But let's send this one to Red. What you got in this one? Man, I got Clemson winning. Got Clemson but winning. I don't mind it. I don't think they're gonna play good. Nope. I think that. I think with it being in Clemson, that's really, that's really like the big difference maker. Yep. Yeah, I think that's for right now the score prediction. I got them winning twenty eight twenty seven. Yep. I think it could be a little bit more high scoring, but I just. I don't think NC State is scared of the lights, you know. Yeah. But I do think that home field advantage in college for sure matters. It matters, yeah. definitely. And DJ, he, his numbers are good, but you can tell, like, I don't even watch that much college, but you can tell just by watching him. This dude is so inconsistent. Yes, that is fast. Yes. <laughs> like, you're talking about if you're, like, um, a Clemson fan, are you scared by NC State? I'd be more scared by DJ because yeah. it's like, which one are you going to get? Which, today? you know, coming That's... out of high school, he was ranked over Bryce Young. Yeah. And it's, it's... he's lost 50 pounds over the offseason. That dude was way too big. He's 6'6, six, 6'5. Six, six, Have you six, seen his seven. brother? 
He's dear, probably crazy. Dear, dear God, bro, he's playing tight end end. Man, he's literally Trayvon Walker if yeah. he was playing yep. quarterback. He's so big. His brother plays defensive end at St. Bosco where he played, and he plays tight end, and he's getting offers for both positions. Hey. Like, dude, John Rice Pummy did too. <laughs> yes, he, he got offered for a lot more than that. But have you seen their dad, though? Their dad's huge. I'm not surprised. Dude, they're dead. They have Hawaiian jeans, right? I think they're from Hawaii. I, think, right? I don't know what his name is. Samoan. But I think they call him like Big DJ or something like that. I don't know, but he's big huge. DJ. That's creative. I don't know, but he's like, he's big. Like the, it, the, it runs Very in the, original. It runs in the family. Like I could see the size. I don't know what their mom gave them, but dear God, their dad gave them everything else. Yeah, I, all them jeans, right? But crazy, actually, the over-under in that Clemson versus NC State game is only 40 and a half. That's Oh, so close. That's wild. I don't know how that's that low. And honestly, I think it's definitely going to be a high-scoring game out there in Death so. Valley. But I think that wraps up for our college football talk, y'all. Oh. It was good to have your expertise on that one, CD. Of course. It was good to have your takes on that one. <laughs> I know that college football is not your forte as yeah. much, Red, but you did good. I think I'm trying to get more ones. into it. No, it's exactly. really hard since it's on Saturdays and we – Oh, like we yeah, have jobs. Exactly. Like, we really all hard. do something. So it's like, okay. Like when tough. I'm at work and I will be not doing my job, I'll just be watching TV. Yeah. Like I legit will leave the kitchen and just go sit at the bar and we're not yeah. busy and just watch <laughs> what it. What game's on? I don't even care. No, because they ask me. Yale versus they'll, Harvard. Who cares? They'll ask me. They're like, hey, what games are on? I'm like, give me the remote. I got you. I'll put on the best game. CBS. <laughs> like when we, like when we, it's like morning shift, I'll put on the best game in the morning and then some fucking redneck will come in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Some dude will come in. Can we turn on the state game? No. no. Nobody wants to watch Mississippi State play Bowling Green. We're here to watch Baylor versus Iowa State. We're here to watch Georgia almost lose to Kent State. Let's not leave that fact out that they could have lost that game. <laughs> Oh, we're watching some good game. We're not watching Mississippi State, okay? Nobody yep. wants to watch that team. They're a baseball school. Yep. Get out of here. Same <laughs> as Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's only good for baseball and education. So is Southern Miss. Uh, they're a better baseball school than anybody else. I'll give you that. <laughs> we're, we're decent at football. We're decent, gonna okay? I'm going to hate. I, I'm, y'all versus Vanderbilt, I'm taking putting money on Southern. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm li- I, I believe in the Will Hall era. I like the coach. I like Will Hall. I do like Will I think Hall. He's, I think he's the guy that can bring Southern Miss back. Once again, uh, y'all versus Vanderbilt. I'm putting money on Southern. Let's go. Like Southern Miss. We get the we off week and then we get Troy. Let's let's hope we can pull that one off. If we win that game, if Southern Miss wins that game. Guess what? We're gonna be the best in the Sun Belt. <laughs> no way. Welcome to the Sun Belt. No baby. way. Our side of the wet Sun Belt is wide open. Dude, we could we could is Middle Tennessee. Win. Is Middle Tennessee on your side? No, when Middle Tennessee is in still Conference, Conference USA, USA still. Oh, dude, I was about to yeah. say they waxed Miami. They beat yeah. That one was like, crazy. That 98-yard touchdown throw was beautiful. That one was crazy. But I think that can wrap up our college football yeah. talk, y'all. That was awesome. It was fun to get some college football talk out there and, and out to the world. But let's get to the point that we always love to do. NFL preview for our favorite games. Score predictions, game predictions of our favorite games over the weekend. Got some good ones. Obviously, we hit our favorite teams, and then we get into some of the better games over the mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, we're going to start with CDM's favorite team. Pins up. And it's also Thursday night, so we should do it's this. It's tomorrow night on Prime Plus. Yes. Prime Video. We're not sponsored by that, but you know, Prime Video, <laughs> yeah. hit us up. We Why will be. It? Yeah, we will be sooner um, rather than later. We're coming, what do you got? We're what coming off a short week, you know, coming mm-hmm. off a big win yep. in Miami against divisional, divisional, uh, what is it, enemy, whatever. Yeah, conference. Bu- conference yeah, conference anyway. in Buffalo. Uh, we're a little banged up, you know, everybody's a little skeptic about Tua and what happened with him. Um, I don't know per se. All I know is is that we're gonna probably get fined. 
are probably going to get fined because I don't think he should have played that game. But that third and twenty-two showed me wrong. Um, <laughs> we're playing against Joey B. You know, reigning AFC champs. Okay, we're yep. playing against a team that has allowed their quarterback to hit the ground twenty-three times. That's terrible. Like that is awful. And they paid I've, a lot of money to I, fix yeah. that. Yeah, and I feel so bad for Joe Burrow. Like <laughs> half of me does not like. But like it's just so bad. Um, we're coming off of that short week. I got a sh- I got a sh- close game. I got us winning twenty to seventeen. Um, I got Tua. I got Tyree Kill absolutely winning this game because I don't okay. know if you saw, but he did call out Eli Apple because he didn't yeah. even know we were playing on Thursday night, and he's like, "Who are we playing?" He's like, "They were like, oh, they're playing the Bengals." He's like, "Okay, I got okay." So I'm going one on one with Eli Apple. I owe you, boy. I owe you. And I was like, "Oh." Dear God, Tua. He's got, he got a then, vendetta in this and one. And then Tua came out with a uh, statement saying, if I see him one-on-one with him, he's most likely getting the ball. I was like, <sighs> Tua's just going to feed. He's just going to feed him short yards, like little hitch routes, and yeah. let him just go to work Goes. with him. Just go. Every like, just let him go do it. <laughs> just go. Um, some factors that we have to do. Offense has got to get going. Offense has got to get cooking. Like um, we got to get back there to Joey B. Yep. And the way that offensive line has been playing, we can get back there. Yep. Our pass rush is good enough that we can get back there to them. And we got to shut down their wide receivers. Fair. We're getting, I think those are all great points. We're getting Byron Jones back this week, so we'll have our two vets mm-hmm. there. And then we'll have you know Javon Holland over the top with our other safety. Holland's the ball. Front seven should be good. It's just a little, you know, this could be a win or this could be a loss. It would be a big win for the Bengals. It would be a really big win for the Bengals. It better be a really big win for us to go four and zero and getting yeah. out of this tough four game stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I got us winning. I got to be in a close one. I think the Bengals are going to start stick around and fight for a little bit. It's just going to come down to whoever has the ball first, whose offense can produce. And I feel like our offense is better than their offense. I like that. Good points everywhere, okay. all around. Okay. Let's send this one to Red. What you got? This Dolphins versus Bengals matchup Thursday night. Man, I think I'm right there with you. There's no way in hell Tua didn't hurt his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a fine coming. They're, yeah. They're getting but fine. Zero. Gotta be. But I don't think McDaniel cares. No. but uh, He's about winning. I think after the fact he did, but I don't know, honestly. Cause nah, it's, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Just to keep it short, um, I got Miami winning. I think it is a close game, though. I think the Bengals' offensive line, they did look really bad, but also they played – um. Did they play week one they and play, lose two? Uh, they played. Oh, uh, crap. It was kind of a weird one. They played Cowboys week two, right? Yeah, they played Cowboys week two. It was a divisional game, wasn't it? Uh, it was, was it the Steelers? It was, it, yep. Oh, see, yeah. they played TJ Watt and Micah Parsons first two weeks. That's yeah. tough. So, it's like the offensive line was bad, but also, like, you're not going to play that every week. Mm-hmm. Last week, they win. looked a, light, a lot better. It's the Jets. I think the thing with Miami, I do really like their uh, defense. They don't really have a great pass rush anyway. No. But with all that being said, Byron Jones is coming back. Yep. Two is playing. Jalen Waddle is probably going to play. I got Miami winning 21 17. I would right like now. to say that that's very close. While to we mind. do not have a good pass rush, we do have a good blitz packaging. Yep. Well, yeah. Blitz and packages are yeah. good. Y'all sent a lot of blitzes too. And Joey yeah. B, Smart I love time. Joey B, but he holds the ball a little too way long. Too way too long, long, bro. Too long, too long. He he is half the reason why he gets sacked so much. Yeah, and nobody's gonna say it. Nobody's no. gonna point that out. But no. if he didn't, like, dude wants to score. That's what people play. said about. He's <laughs> such a big play guy. That's what people said about two. Those are those two just holds the ball too long. He's just got to grow. That's one of those things he's got to grow in. 
um, as a young quarterback. And I'm gonna give him that too. He's all he just just he does not have an offensive line. Like, it, it, he's not. He does not. And he's for like, a team that spent so much money, they should have an offensive line. He's but. like, it's football. It's all about getting down, like in the dirt and stuff. I was like, yeah, but not 23 times in two weeks, dude. Your body can't take yeah, that much. Exactly. No, Your body no. is going to week be, three is like, much different than week 16. There's a reason when they're coming yeah. for Tom Brady, he just kind of falls. Falls. <laughs> you know. He 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 knows. Yes. Uh, I think I saw Mac Jones take try to block somebody in the Ravens game, and he didn't like that's swear, a, go look it up. He fell. There. No, he didn't. He fell to the ground before he even got to the person. Good smart. Like, he, <laughs> he fell to that. the ground, and it looked like he hurt himself. He didn't. He just fell without blocking. At least Tom Brady will try and block. No, no. Yeah. As a quarterback, if I was Mac Jones with that body, I'd be falling to the ground too. Now, if you're built like Jalen Hurts or somebody that can bend, yeah, like, that's different. If I'm Josh Allen, I'm, I'm and, blocking everyone. <laughs> oh, if I'm Josh Allen, I'm stiff arming, dude, or just trucking <laughs> yeah. people. Nah, I'm I'm right there with y'all when it comes to this Dolphins game. Big big game for the Bengals. They really, 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 really could use this win. Um, Dolphins don't need this win, but when you're three and zero, why win. would you lose? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, and nobody going into a game to lose. I want my the good prediction. news is, is if Miami does lose, I think I really think it doesn't hurt them as nope. much as it helps. The all, all, all it would do yeah. is teach them. Okay, we lost this game because of this. this Listen, and the this, past two you know? weeks we have gone through like you're emotions. still number one in the division because you got the tiebreaker. Yep. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and, and to get to the point though, I do think the Dolphins. Look better offensively, and their defense makes enough stops mm-hmm. uh, to get this win uh, out there in the jungle and uh, for the Bengals. Hey, they are debuting them all white unis too. It's, 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 too bad the hype's going to be there out there. It's going to be green by the end of the night. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of hype out there in Cincy for this one. But uh, and around and college football, I mean, yeah. like you said, Tua versus Joe, like, Jamar so versus many first round picks Jaylen, on that team, you know. But overall, I got the Dolphins winning this one, twenty-seven to twenty-one, close game. But I think the Dolphins just overall look better. We're gonna go to my favorite team here. We need this one desperately too. Y'all really do. London. Do you even count this one though? Eight thirty a.m. Dude, I remember. No, it was this time last year, the first London game. I woke up here and it was Trevor Lawrence versus Tua, yep. and and we lost that game. But it doesn't matter because it's in London. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like this one. <laughs> I like the London game. I like the international play. Me too. It's it was about time. This sport's growing so fast. Yeah. But uh, overall, for me, the Saints need this one more than. Almost any other team, maybe the Raiders need to win more than us. But for y'all to for, stay for a team play. like the Saints, you know, a lot of people had as high had a, had high expectations for us. And I always say it every single season. I say it every single season. The Saints, when they get overhyped coming into a season, were always bad. And the seasons that they don't think were good were always good. And it's starting to feel like that. I feel like they put too of uh, too high of an expectation on Jameis coming into this season. I think they put too high of an expectation on Dennis Allen, even though I'm not liking what Dennis Allen's doing. I don't think I think every I think thank you. I think everything that's wrong with this team is coaching right now. You cannot look at this roster and say that they're not good enough to win no, football. No, bro, you can't. You the can't. roster's built the right way. I feel. It's, it's, it's just like coaching. we've got players everywhere. Every position has players, and then they have players behind those players. There's is not about a roster. This is about Dennis Allen, you know, coaching this team and getting them ready. You know, the thing about Sean was that he, he wasn't a hothead, but he would be he he would get hot when you need him to. Mm-hmm. The entire Carolina game, Dennis Allen was calm, chill, and I was just like, that's not gonna get this team a spark. Mm-hmm. This team needed a spark the entire game, and he was just doing nothing to give that team anything. And I don't want to bash Dennis Allen. I like Dennis Allen, but. 
it feels like this team needs a different kind of mojo uh, to go out there and win these games. You can't always rely on the game plan yeah. to work, you know. Just just only expect that game plan to work, especially with a quarterback that literally says he's hurting everywhere, you know. And you know, Man, you do have to Andy Dalton as your backup. It's it, and I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm all good <laughs> no, with I'm Andy coming with that, in. Dog. Literally, I'm okay with Andy coming in. But it seems like they're really gonna ride this Jameis train and. And Jameis has got to prove something this week. I don't care if he's hurt, man. Like, this is the NFL. After Everyone's that, hurt. You after know? that Bucks week, I was just like. I need him to go out there, not prove that he can throw the ball 70 yards. I need him to prove that he can win a football game. But to make a long long point short, 21-17 out there in London, <laughs> I need my Saints to win. They need this one more than anything. Uh, but I think it's a tight, not pretty. Like yeah. I said, I don't need Jameis to go out there and go crazy. I just need this team to prove that they have a good defense and that they can stop the Vikings uh, just enough to get the win. Yeah, you also can't let Kirk Cousins have the you know satisfaction of beating y'all in London. Nope, 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 nope. And the Vikings have our number. It's a rivalry that I don't like enjoying. It's the weirdest rivalry I've ever seen, honestly. I mean, it stems back since 2009 when we brutalized Dude. Brett Favre and uh, the Bounty Gate, and then they did Diggs. Touchdown! Diggs! Oh. Sideline! Touchdown! Touchdown! <laughs> that will all – yeah. I, I still have nightmares of that, honestly. Because, yeah, if y'all win that game, y'all go to the NFC Championship. It's still not as bad as the – No, we don't even have to talk about that. We ain't got to talk but about that because I – Let's send it to CD and what you got on this Oh, <laughs> uh, I got – you know, I'm, I'm not – I like the Vikings. I like I like Jay Jetta. Jay Jetta is a dog. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm taking the Vikings in this one. I'm taking them 27-20. Um, I just I need to see Alvin Kamara, dude. They're yeah. not getting Alvin Kamara in. Yes. And y'all Cats. have wide receivers everywhere. Y'all have Chris Olave, who had a really breakout game last Bald. week. Bald. And you got Michael Thomas, who's still trying to work his way back in. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to take a little bit. And then you have Jarvis Landry right there. But it all falls back on Jameis Winston. Yep. Jameis Winston has to go out and show that he can still play and all the hype that was all around this offense, all, all the hype that was around this team, you got to let that settle and you got to be composed into like, hey, I can do this because if I don't, they're going to replace me with Andy Dalton or yeah. Taysom Hill. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have the weapons everywhere. You know what to do. Just play the game and do what you need to do. And I just really think they need to get Alvin Kamara started. Yep. Alvin Kamara has not been the go-to type of guy in this offense right now. Yeah, you're getting Michael Thomas back, but Alvin Kamara is going to dump it all. You dump it off, and he's bouncing off, taking it 20 yards. Yep. Jameis missed him yeah. like four or five times. Yeah, and Jameis has game. not been playing good. Like, let's all be honest. Yeah, he's hurt. But he's not – it's like, I can't blame it all on that. He's like, just you can't blame it all bad. on that because that Bucks game, dude, was atrocious. He's just playing bad dude, overall. Like, it was so bad. It was the like worst play. He's only had one good quarter of the season. It was against the Falcons that we shouldn't have won that game. We should be 0-3. Oh, no, that fourth quarter against him was – that fourth quarter for him was great. It was great, it but we like shouldn't have won that yeah, game. Yeah, no, y'all should not. Y'all should be – I know. I'm, I'm going to say that we y'all – lost that game. <laughs> I'm not going to say that y'all should be 0-3 because if y'all were 0-3, that would be looking super bad. We should be. We've only had one good quarter of football this season. But the Panthers aren't even that good either. I'm we sorry. made them look decent. I know. Their first win in freaking 11 weeks or whatever it was. <laughs> but Yellow debut in these black helmets this week. Um, They're going to look so weird with the color rush. It's whatever. super gross, too. I don't should like should be all it. black, but the NFL won't let it. Um, you're just going to hope – I just got to hope that Marshawn Lattimore can lock down Jay Jettis because Jay Jettis has been locked down these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lions game, Philly, he didn't – he has not produced. If you keep doing – if they can do that this week, then you all have a really high chance of winning – it just depends on what that defense can do. 
And plus you'll have Tyron Matthew, who has also yep. not made an impact either. Yeah, he missed a big tackle on yeah. LaVisca Chenault. Did oh. we get your prediction on this one, Red, yet? No. Nah. Right, let's see what you got on Man. this Man, I'm not trying to sound like a hater. No, no, give I'm it to just, me. I'm not a big believer in this Saints team at all, no, man. No, I completely agree. I can understand. I just – I think if you're going to have a defensive coach, the defense has got to perform. And I think the defense has looked good. Not special. No, I, I I had them as my second-ranked defense going into the year, if no, not number no. one. Mm-hmm. And they got the people. They're just not – the defense just ain't pulling it off right now. Mm-mm. You know, and if you if you had Sean Payton – It'd be a different story. Yeah. But like you said, Dennis Allen, it's like he just doesn't seem like he has the personality to be yes. a head yeah. coach. Yes. The fire to be a head coach. They got to have somebody that's going to get mad on the side. Right. Yeah. Because, it. like, the thing with Dennis Allen, this is not his first head coaching job. Mm-mm. And I'm not a big fan of the guy at all, Mm-mm. pretty much. I'm not a big believer in Jameis. I think Jameis can be okay, but I don't think Jameis is a guy you want to be behind with at Mm-mm. all. And I think the Vikings are actually really good. The defense isn't that good, but Kevin O'Connell is a mastermind at drawing mm-hmm. stuff up. Mm-hmm. I think Jay Jettis comes back this week. I don't think it's a blowout or anything, but I got the Vikings winning a two-score game. I got it 28-14 right now. Okay. That's fair. No, and, and to Jameis, one last Jameis point. I was watching that Green Bay versus Tampa game. I'm going to go 28-17. So. Watching Aaron Rodgers – and Tom Brady threw that football. I was like, yep, there's levels. And the levels are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There is an Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady level, and then there's a Jameis level. <laughs> Jameis, Jameis can just make, don't have no touch, man. It's like He's, Jameis can throw every ball they can throw, but it's just a little bit different. That's Those, the thing about the, how they control the game, how they can just – just the game is always in their palm of their hands. Jameis never feels like the game's under his control. When we had Drew Brees, it always felt like – all right, we might be down 14, but we still got Drew Brees. Yeah. You know, Drew Brees can go down the field and surgical, just do surgery on this defense and get us right back in this game. And Jameis did that one seeing, quarter, but it's not the that same. First, seeing him doing that firsthand is still so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you like you got to see it, that. Like Seeing it in person, I can agree with him. It's different when you have a quarterback at that type of level. Yep. Like it is different. There's levels. They know the game like inside and out. Yep. Jameis is eh. – He's he's just like paddling his feet right there. It's I don't I'm not on Jameis. It's I'm I, I'm I will support him until he is not a saint. But so what I'm hearing is that quarterback change this offseason. Definitely. Question. Let me say this on Jameis real quick because I know we got to move on. Dude is literally Trevor Lawrence as a rookie. Can make every throw. Yep. But he doesn't realize. Hey, you're across the fifty yard line. Literally, just don't throw a pick. Yeah. Like we're yeah. in field goal range, just don't throw a pick. Yep. Just, there's some spots you just you can make every throw, but you got to know what not to try. Yep. Because it's dumb to try something. Try something in certain situations. Exactly. I just wanted to say that I feel like his main thing is like, you know, it's third and four on the 39 yard line. Just don't throw a pick. If I have to throw it out of bounds, we still get three points. Exactly. Anyway, no. I just wanted to say No, that. it's <laughs> yeah. complete and utter facts. I completely agree with that. It's Jameis is it's hard to root for the guy, but I will always root for him until he is not a saint. But let's get to the Cowboys Reds team Ooh. here. Big game. Can we see a Cooper Rush 4-0 career starts? I don't know. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We're That's gonna send crazy this. to say It's, it's a loud. weird so stat. Weird say. stat. 
But let's send it straight to, to Red here. Let's get your take on your team on this uh, week against the Commanders. All right, man. So, not trying to sound like a homer, mm-hmm. but Cooper Rush is going to be 4-0 as a starter. I like it. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I Look, like it. I'm really not being a homer. Okay. Let's just think about it like this. In terms of just pass rush. Mm. Last game, DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence has three sacks. Mm-hmm. Probably the best game I've seen him play as a Cowboy. Micah Parsons has, I believe, four if not five sacks on the year. He's tied at first. Yeah, then you got Dorrance Armstrong, a guy y'all probably have never heard of. Dude is balling right now. I actually don't know. No, no exactly. Dude had two sacks week one. Wow. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz was sacked nine times last week. That's, That's terrible. Nine. Crazy That's some know. Madden 23 stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's yeah. worse for him or Joe. I don't know who to feel sorry for more, him or Joe Burrow. Yeah, like. I feel worse for Joe because Carson Wentz just sucks. Yeah. But <laughs> I just – Dallas is always good against NFC East just mm-hmm. in general. Cooper Rush is so calm. I think he, he realizes, hey, I don't have to throw for 300 yards. I think Dallas is going to go in. I think it that Washington field is horrible. Mm. Like mm-hmm. this it's is scary. honestly a thing. I think somebody could get hurt playing on that field. Yeah. Like whatever the game possibility, whatever the game is. But I think Dallas goes in. I think the defense steps up. Not steps up because they already kind of have. But I think the defense continues to build on what they've started. The pass rush is just too much to handle for Washington at the end of the day. And I got Dallas winning um, 27 to 17. I like that. Good score prediction there. I'm going to hit this one real quick. I think it's a defensive battle, like I've said all season. I like Dallas' defense. They're getting better every week. I don't want – you don't need to put a a lot on Cooper Rush. I think they understand that, especially with the last couple game plans that I've seen. You know, you don't put the game in Cooper Rush's hands. You put the game in the team's hands especially on that defensive side with their pass rushers and their corners uh, and their skill players on the defensive. And I think it's a gritty game. I think the Cowboys – but it's a gritty game, but I think the Cowboys look like the easy, easily look like the better team in this one. Maybe the score doesn't prove that they're immensely better with a blowout, uh, but I think the Cowboys get a nice, easy, low stressful win. Yeah. 20-9. Yeah. And against the commanders. Real quick, I didn't bring this up. Michael Gallup was full participation today. In hey. Really? That's good. And look, the thing with him, hey. I think it'll help long term, but he doesn't really practice with the Cooper Rush. I don't know how much that helps this week, but it definitely doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt. <laughs> Another skill player like that yeah. doesn't hurt. What do you got on this one, CM? Oh, I obviously got the Cowboys. You know, one thing, I love the Cowboys, but I hate how many primetime games y'all have. Oh, dude. It's un- crazy. unnecessary. I mean, I love it, but I unnecessary. get it. Unnecessary. <laughs> you know how many the Dolphins have? The Dolphins only have, like, three primetime games. I think games. we only have well, two. Well, Dallas this year has already played on Sunday and Monday night. That Already, so it's week. <laughs> it's gonna be week. That's uh, Sunday night, week one. Y'all did not need that game. That game was <laughs> terrible. But I, I like, I like, I like a rush hour. I like the rush hour. I, I just don't know. Like Commander, I, I'm just not big on Carson Wentz. I got Cowboys winning this game. Mm, I'm gonna say thirty to three. Thirty three. Beat okay. the shit. Man, y'all are. Y'all are higher on this game than I am. Oh, no, dude. I just really think that y'all beat the absolute I like those defense a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 21-10, something like that. Yeah, I think it's just a game where y'all just look like the better team. Maybe the score doesn't prove that y'all are immensely better, but I think y'all are just the better team overall. Yeah. 
defensively and offensively, even though the Cooper Rush is the other quarterback. Hell, Cooper Rush might be better than Carson Wentz, if you're being honest. <laughs> but let's get to the big games of the week. Probably our most competitive games over the week, even though it's NFL proves that every game is just going to be competitive. Uh, but I love this game. This is a hard game to pick. Uh, a, a rematch from a couple years ago in the Super Bowl. Chiefs versus Bucks. Fun game. Interesting game. We'll see where these teams look after a loss. I'm going to start this one off for us. Chiefs versus Bucks. I think the Chiefs bounce back. That's what I was thinking, too. I think the Chiefs, Chiefs prove, so. once again, like I said about Dallas over the Commanders, I think the Chiefs prove that they're the overall better team. Yeah. I think uh, these teams are good. I think the Bucks might have a better defense. I, I know they have a better defense. But I think the Chiefs' defense is much better than they've been over the last couple of years. And I think the Chiefs' offense is much better than the Tampa Bay offense. Mm-hmm. I think – I know, not I think, I've got the Chiefs winning this one 28-17 to 17 over the Bucks. Bucks prove that they still don't know what they want to do offensively. Let's send this one to CDM. I got the Chiefs. I just don't – I'm not high on the Bucks right now. I'm waiting for them to really wake up and see what they can do. I mean, you got Tom Brady back there. So I'm waiting to see what they're going to be able to do. They get Mike Evans back this week, so that could be mm-hmm. a big a big turnaround for that offense. But I'm going to take the Chiefs in a 27-17 victory. Okay. okay. I like it. I like it. I can see them doing that. I see Patrick Mahomes having to come back. Um, I see finally finding somebody besides Travis Kelsey that he can really target. I like that. Because Travis Kelsey is the number one, but he needs to find, like, you drafted Sky more. I was about to say Sky could be the guy. Like, Sky could be the guy. Marquez, Batlas, Scantling, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he can make, he can do something. There's speedsters everywhere. Like, Nicole Juju. Hardman. Like, Juju. Like Nicole Juju. Hardman. Like, there's talent there. They just got to be able to wake it up. I just think last week they got a little frustrated on offense and things weren't clicking, but I think they turned it around this week. Okay. What do you think on this one, Red? Dude, I think the Chiefs win, and I think they win pretty big, if I'm Mm. being honest. Okay. I think without a drop or without a fumbled kickoff and a missed field goal, they win last week. Fair. Yeah. I think – I agree with what you said, though. I think last week was maybe the first time you kind of saw – Okay, we are missing Tyreek Hill a little mm-hmm. bit. Like they're vulnerable, yep. a little vulnerability right there. But yep. I think a guy like Mahomes, you can have, you know, you'd have a coach that doesn't know anything about football, and he's just gonna play backyard football and sling it. Mm-hmm. I think Mahomes is just such a difference maker, and everything we said earlier about the Bucks offense struggling. While we all kind of said that's being overplayed, mm-hmm. I think that does go into this week because. Godwin may play. Is do y'all know if he's on track? I think to play? he's still. I think, I think he's going to be out. But yeah, that's. I well, don't know yet. That's a good game for him to miss because the Chiefs are probably going to be without Trent McDuffie, their rookie cornerback. Yeah. But I think the Chiefs' defense is honestly a little bit underrated. They George need, Karloftis. I, they need to get a secondary piece. George Karloftis, that rookie defensive he's end. A, that dude is good. good. He's good. He's really and good. Trent McDuffie has looked good so far. But. Yeah, they needed a secondary piece to really hold it out I would say mm-hmm. and I feel like Trent McDuffie like him at Washington he was locked down dude. He and then that offense him. man that new running back I'm not even going to try to say old boys last night or whatever. Yeah, he's the yeah. one who dropped the kickoff but still that dude has looked good in, in uh, spurts right now I got the Chiefs winning 24 I'm going to say 27-16 but 16. I think it has a lot of potential to be one of them games that 
Tampa's down and scores late. The game's really over going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a pretty good analysis on that game. It's going to be a fun game to watch, though. Sunday night uh, football. Sunday night football. We'll figure out where then these teams are we go uh, into, four weeks into the season. Now we go into Monday night football. Monday night football, my favorite game of the week. I like this game. It, 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 this one's not Monday night, no. This one's not Monday night? No, the Monday night Sunday. Uh, Los Angeles versus San Fran. This is a – when is this game? It's a noon game. Let's see. Hang on. Let me just, let me see. God. Um, no, it's a yeah. It's a noon game. Noon game. But still, my favorite game of the week, in my opinion. Uh, it proves another game that proves a lot about both teams and where they are in this season. Uh, Bills coming off of a tough loss to your Miami Dolphins, and the Ravens are proving that they're still one of the best teams in the AFC, and you can't disrespect them. Both still have a loss uh, to the Dolphins. Though. Let's send this one straight to red, though. What do you got in this Bills versus Ravens game? Man, look, all the praise we said earlier for Lamar, mm-hmm. I meant every word. I mean every word. Love but this Lamar Bills actually. team is just so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just think that the Bills are so explosive. I think Miami deserved to win, don't get me wrong, but I think the Bills are still the better team. Yep. I think if they play ten times, Buffalo probably wins seven. Yeah. Okay. But either way, Miami won. Mm-hmm. But – Buffalo, I think, is the best team in football. I think the Ravens still, their offense is good, but it's kind of like Buffalo but missing a couple weapons, mm-hmm. as in Lamar's doing everything. But they really do need one or two more guys yeah. on offense. Um, Buffalo's offense, you really don't have much to say. I still don't see how they don't have a running game. That's kind of ridiculous. It's so, it's so bad. It's so dude. bad. If Josh Allen cannot literally do everything nope. for you. That's my one thing about Sean McDermott is like, come on, man. Like, like get, get something on. going like, in the room. Seriously. There's some stud running backs over there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, good guys. But, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. Fair. I Fair. think Lamar single-handedly keeps them in the game, but I think late the Bills might just be a little too much to handle, and I think they win 35-27. I like that. What do you think on this one, CD? I'm taking Baltimore, and I'm taking them in a 38-35 victory. Very similar. Because like they that. have Justin Tucker as their kicker. Mm. And also – Game winner? I that dude so. does – look, he, he'll he add a point to every oh, yeah. every game. Yeah, like, he's, a, he's there's not a lot of kickers that are factors, and he is a factor in that game. I think it's between the two top MVP candidates right now. I got Lamar winning MVP and Josh Allen yep. coming in second. And two I, of the top three for sure. Yeah, yeah, and this could be, you know, this could be the game where it's like, hey – Josh Allen may not be it right now, but Lamar is continuing to show what he can do. Okay. Even though they both lost to the Dolphins back-to-back weeks, I would like to say that either team can win this game. This could be an AFC championship contend. Like, this could be the AFC championship again later down in the line. Yep. But I think Baltimore is going to prove it out. And I think Buffalo is going to have a – I think Buffalo is going to have a little step back, show up like, hey, we're vulnerable – we have to fix a few things before we get in, before we go in to do anything else. Yep. So I think I got I got Baltimore winning. I like that pick. This is a tough game for me. Uh, I'm so high on the Bills. I and I don't want this pick to think that I'm not high on the Bills. Still, uh, it's still like I kind of agree with Red. I still think they're the best team in the league, but I think they get caught again. I think okay. Not in a sense that they're going to be terrible. I think they're going to look great offensively. But I think that defense kind of gets caught a little bit. I think the Ravens prove that their offense is pretty damn good this year. 
Uh, I think Lamar has another game that says, okay, this guy is probably the MVP this year. So far. Then he's going to have a game where he maybe rushes over 100 yards, maybe passes over about 225, yeah. you know, 225 passing yards, 100 rushing yards. Close, gritty, fun, high-scoring game, 34-32 Ravens. Ooh. That's a tough game. That one is actually – at Baltimore, I think yeah. that's going to be the factor in this one. I thought that they're in Baltimore. That's why I picked them. Uh, I think that's going to be the biggest factor in this game. I think it's going to uh, that crowd's really going to boost them. I think the the Lamar's going to be ready to play, and I think that defense is going to make enough. It gets hot in Baltimore. That's what I'm saying. I think I, I think I think that Lamar will just make a couple of more plays mm-hmm. than Josh Allen uh, in this game, and I think that they're going to make enough plays offensively. The Ravens. Uh, more than the the Bills can yeah. make enough defensive stops against that Ravens it's team. It's bold, but I like it's it. A, it hey. That is bold. I like it. I can't I'm, wait to I'm, see it. It's going to be a fun game. I And like we talked about earlier, this is one of those games that could just kind of either or for me. If the Ravens secondary wasn't bad, yeah. I would take them every day. Yeah, their secondary and is like, rough. And, and, so, rough. and like the Bills secondary is not bad either, but it's also deplenished. They're, yeah, they're not healthy. Yeah. So. Maybe Lamar can slice and dice them up, uh, but the, Ra- the the Bills do have one of the better defenses and obviously one of the best offenses in the league. But overall, I think that does it for us, boys. Here's a fun game, though. What Here's is another it? fun game. I didn't know this until I saw it today. The Jaguars play Philadelphia on Sunday. Oh, oh. that's gonna. That's be, another proven game. That's a fun game. Taking right Jacksonville. There. I, I, the Eagles I'm, could get caught there. The I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm taking Jacksonville. I got, Jacksonville I got Eagles, but they could get caught. They could get if there's a game that the Eagles get caught early on. It's, it's definitely that one. game. It's definitely that game. Hell of a game. Hell of a show though, y'all. It really oh, good yeah. show. Glad Hell to be back show. on. Thank you for having me back I think on. This is the longest yes, episode sir. we've ever had. How long has it been hey. going? Two hours. Hell yeah! <laughs> it was a first time for everything. Hey, I love it, y'all. We had a lot to talk about. It honestly, we honestly needed to talk about all of we that did. stuff for that long. We did. I don't mind it at all. CDM, once again, thank you for joining the show. You will be back again. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. You know, yes, always sir. happy to be here. Of you know, course. Can't wait to be back. We'll have to get you on once college football gets heating up exactly. sooner. Uh, uh, later in the season. Uh, and once again, my co-host, Red, once again. As you. always, it was a pleasure. Yes, sir. Let me in, uh, outro this one real quick. Thank you all for listening to The Pound Perspective. Uh, if you all need to get in contact with us, go through the Nate Dog Productions dot com website nate dog productions two g's in that uh dog as well as following us on social media our instagram is at nate dog sports uh two g's in that dog like i said before and then on twitter we are nd double uh what is it the the line at the bottom i can't remember what they're called the two lines uh whatever it is hyphen uh no no the, it's not a hyphen the, uh, the, the, i know what you're talking about yeah, but i can't the other the other thing that's not underscore a underscore underscore thank you, thank you cdm you saved gotcha. me on that one gotcha indie double underscore sports that's twitter for y'all uh sorry about that uh it's been a long episode uh <laughs> But once again, I hope you all enjoyed episode 16 of The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Pound Perspective. If you're interested in joining Nate Dog for an episode or need more information on Nate Dog and his brand, contact him at natedogsports.com. And don't forget to share with friends and family. Thanks again for listening to The Pound Perspective, a breath of fresh sports.